yo, hey, yo, hey, yo. What's up? What's up? Internet, you tuned in combat. to the Combat Jack Show. The Combat Jack Show. Get ready for combat. What's up, Dallas Penn? Combat Jack, what's going on, brother? Ah, uh, man, you know it's September. It's a yeah. new season. Yeah. You know, it's getting brisk outside. Yeah. Yo, what's up, AK? What up, what up? How, How you good? doing, man? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Doing good, man. Just reflecting, man. On, on you know, this is like the fourth. This is this is the fourth quarter. I mean, in real talk, uh, real talk. If you if you about that that life, mm. then you was already in the fourth quarter. This is the fourth quarter. Yes. This so, is the fourth quarter, man. Yes. And that that buzz is about to ring. And I got a lot on my mind, man. It's like the fourth quarter, and I. That's I, when the game is won, combat. The game is won in the fourth quarter. That's right. It's not won in the first. No, sir. Second. No, I mean halftime. That's third, halftime. Third. Third still. No matter what you do, at the end of the day, it comes down to the fourth quarter. That's when. That's when champions step up. <sighs> Say so you're gonna buck somebody in the shoulder, right? After September. Nah, 1st. you know what? Stay off. That's not even. I'm not even focused on that right now. Like, like what I'm focused on right now is how are we gonna end this year, man. Like, I think that's. I think that's a great line <clears throat> to take. I mean, I don't look at the people that are around now that steal the format of the Combat Jack Show. <laughs> Who's stealing the format of the Combat Jack? I don't. Jack I don't. Show? I don't study people. that. Well, wait, 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 wait. Why would you put that out there? That 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 the good people out here in the blogosphere are stealing. Of course they are. The Combat Jack show formula. Like, it, what, what? It's sexy. It, it's what the game has been missing. Mm. So now people are like, oh, snap, wait a minute. Well, what do you mean like, specifically? I, I, I mean... If like a want, host of characters? You, you, like want, a, you want me to know, no, people are not stealing the format verbatim. Right. But what they are stealing is the idea that, that the urban consumer mm. wants to hear information. Doesn't just want to hear chicanery, coonism... Bullshit that, that they want to hear real they information. Hear, they don't want to hear canned laughter. No, of course not. They want to hear real, true life stories. They want to see and hear about people crying. They want to hear, hear about people who who fail, who mm. fail, but then get up again, and then go back down again, and get up, and then they get up again, and then they go back down again, and they keep going down, and they keep going down, <laughs> and they keep going down. They say, "Man, why you keep going down?" Because I like to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but anyway, man. So, so, so you think people are really jacking us, man? Like that, man? I think I think that people finally realize that. Wait a minute, this is something that people people want to engage in, right? So and, we're going to give it to them. And, but you know what? It, I guess we can't complain because before we started doing this, that's what we wanted, right? Absolutely, we wanted we wanted that from our media outlets. We wanted yes, honesty. Indeed. We wanted candid conversation. Yes, we want people to get to the depth of yes. what makes someone tick or and, flick. Right, and it's crazy how like now people with the resources, mm. and then now that they're generating that kind of content, mm. it's crazy to look around and say, "What do we do next?" Mm. So, so let me get this straight, man. Like, if if people are allegedly taking our formula, slang, and they have um, the resources. Then, w- what what does that leave us, man? W- what do we do now? Do something new. I mean, I, have we fallen off? No, no, we're not falling off. We just it's it's time to reinvent this thing so that the corporate uh the corporate mechanism can copy it. How do we how do we how do we reinvent something that we've done so naturally though, man? There's another another level. There's another le- there's levels to this shit. There's another another level. Mm. You know, I think it's always good that we can get introspective and really start, you know, I mean, we I think this these past three quarters, man, we've celebrated everything that we've done this year. 
and we've had a great year, man. But we got, you know, we do have to tighten it up, man. Mm-hmm. I think we got to tighten it up right now, and and dig deep. You know what I'm saying? And and, and surprise ourselves with what we're capable of. Mm. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, man, I, I I have a great time doing this. This is a lot of fun. But it feels like the competition is so steep right now. Mm. But then we're not competing with anybody. How are we competing with, with people that we're not competing with? We're competing with ourselves. But but real talk, we we still there's still a community out there. Yes. And then there's still, if you're in the league, there's still other teams. Mm. All right? And there are other teams. And for a while, man, we was just like the Lakers, man, mm. just dunking on cats, mm. fast-breaking on cats. You think we was dunking on cats? I think we was dunking on cats. Not last year's Lakers, though. No, not last year's Lakers oh, King. Oh, we were dunking on cats. Okay. Historic team. I never thought we was dunking on cats. I thought we just had like the smooth, like the just it's a smooth shot, man. Some straight smooth finger straight, rolls. Straight, yes, finger roll shit. Man. You, you don't think we was going hard to the rim? I think we was just doing what we do, man. But it you just, don't think we was good feels, ball it, handlers? It feels like the landscape has changed. <laughs> you don't man. think we and, have a good man on man game? And, and I think right now, man, we got to figure out how to make this thing new again, without compromising what took us to this point. You know what mm. I mean? Agreed. But, you know, it's nothing anybody's telling me, but I just feel like, yo, it's like, man, here, here, they, here they come again. Well, that's a good with thing, With their interviews and stuff. Mm. Interviewing. And what they going to do again today? Interview? <laughs> All right. Maybe so, we should stop interviewing cats? N- nah, I think we we still got to do the interview do component. Do people still care? Because everybody's interviewing now. We're going to still do the interview component, but maybe... What we have is is in the intro, mm-hmm. uh, one of the cast members stabs another. Oh, some like some like actually like some, you know like fratricide. Some, but isn't like, isn't that some is that some now isn't that VH1 is, would do that? Isn't that some shock jock right there? I mean, listen, VH1 is doing that. Okay, BT and it, and, would do that. And another thing I want to be careful of is like when we do have our guests, man. I mean, I think we got to a point where our guests know that we we sometimes ask hard questions, but we really celebrate their career. But I don't want to ever get to a point where we're dick riding people now, mm. man. You know what I'm saying? You think we've gotten to the point where we dick ride our our um our guests? I don't believe that. Like like who was I, our last major guest that we had? Our last major guest was Spike Lee? Nah, Shaheem Reed. Shaheem well, yes, yeah, Shaheem and, and Pastor Troy, but but we was we dick riding them? Maybe we was. Maybe we was dick riding that time. So so what do we do now? Damn. Can we take that back? <laughs> Take what back? Man, fuck Shaheen Reed. Yo. <laughs> Stop. Don't start. Don't nah, start, man. Nah, don't nah. start. Don't start. Anyway, listen, man. Internet. I'm just wild. I'm, 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 I'm really excited. It is the fourth quarter, and I've just been doing a lot of meditation, man, and just focusing, man, because like, at the end of the day, I want to win. I know you guys have been so instrumental in bringing us to this point um, that I know you, I feel so good that you guys want to see us win, and, and, and conversely, I want to see everybody that fucks with us. When we got Jay Slayer in the studio, Jay Slayer, internet's in Slayer, the building up, right Slayer. now. Jay Slayer, what up? What up? All right. <sighs> so anyway, man, like, what, what are we talking about right now, man? You know, the 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 Big Daddy Kane interview tonight, man. We got Big Daddy Kane coming in the yes, building. Yes, yes, yes. Tonight, man, I can't believe it's a big get. the wrath of Kane. Now, now, this is what I want to ask you, Dallas. Like, in terms of like the pantheon of like. You know, historically Brooklyn MCs. Is Big Daddy Kane the first cat on the landscape that took it to the next level? When you when you ask that question, I, I I'm closing my eyes and I'm thinking to myself, damn, there was thinking about the Jay Z's, the I, Biggies, I'm, the, the most the, deaths. The you I know think of as uh, of Brooklyn 
solo artist yes. that was Brooklyn. Mm. Yes, Kane is the Kane is the forerunner. I mean, there are other Brooklyn artists. There are groups. Um, I know you mentioned Stetson Sonic offline. I mentioned Stet. Um, I think of Ultramagnet. Like, but Stet, but Stet was still Ultramag. Was Stet, was, was Stet? Everybody was from everybody from Stet. Were they all from Brooklyn? You know what? I I don't remember where them cats was right, from. Right, right, right. I know. I know. Prince Paul go, was from Long I know Island, right? Go Brooklyn. Right. Stet's Go Brooklyn fills up how many songs? Yeah. He's been sampling how many songs? Yeah. And it's some shit that people will will chant. You know, regardless, until the shirt shit burns out, man. Without but, question. Without so, question. so Kane is an archetype, man. Like he's an archetype. He's man. he's he's certainly the the solo Brooklyn uh, solo Brooklyn archetype. Mm. I mean, when when you talk about an archetype, though, what, what's Kane the archetype of? Kane is, is is showmanship, showmanship, flashiness. All right, all right. Skills, uh, uh pimpology, pimpology. Um. He's still, still that 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 Brooklyn b boy that 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 Brooklyn b boy that took it to the next level. I I think about even Kane and Rakim, mm. and 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 kind of how they were positioned against one another. Mm. And Rakim was such a scientist, mm. but but Kane was just hard. Kane was Kane wasn't just hard. Kane had um more panache, man. Like 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 you said, style. man. Like he had style, man. Like Rakim was a scientist. You know, he put he was too serious. When you look at today, like, you ever see Rakim smiling? Nobody nah. smiling. No, nobody smiling. No. Kane was smiling though. In the ghetto. Kane was nobody smiling. Smiling. Kane was smiling. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. You about to say Kane? Yeah. If you, if you look at like today's artists, even you know what I mean, you can see the Kane influence. Like you said, the style, the credibility, especially being from Brooklyn. Right. He 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 had all of these different elements that made him who he was. Even when you look at Biggie, Biggie had the cool the the, the cool G. You know, he's dark skinned He had all the women around him. You know, it's all the same essence from um, Big Daddy Kane. Yeah, but like, yeah, so, 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 so what are we going to ask him, man? Like, you know, I mean, one of the things I really want to know about Kane is w at what point, because Kane was so hot mm -hmm. and then he just switched up the flow. He it, just switched it up and then it was he, like. He went to a place where I, I think in a way Kane um, was got too futuristic. Like Rakim was ahead of his time right. lyrically. But he was still like a couple of. Dimensions within our we touch. we we could still kind of see him. We could right. see the the trail of his spaceship leaving. Kane went and hit some warp speed. Kane was in 2013. He was on Drake right. speed. He was he, on Drake speed. He hit some warp speed, and I and I think that came from you know just his association with Madonna mm. and and probably touring and Hollywood and but, posse. Po but possibly posse? also just doing some stadium status shit. Mm. Just, just rocking in front of you know. So maybe, it's hard to come back. It, it, it's, it's really, it's hard to change your your, your sound or bring your sound back mm. when you're going so big. Right. Like I mean, you look at Kanye West right now. And Kanye West is, is Kanye West ever going to go back to late registration? Kanye, he, can, can he come back to graduation? Graduation, Kanye. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question, man. Like, like it, it, your sound gets so big at a certain mm. point when you hear, mm. you hearing. Cosmic noise. Mm. I think Kane was probably our first. I shouldn't say our first right. because Melly Mel definitely, definitely jumped out of the ghetto. But Kane went. K Grandmaster Cass too. Kane went somewhere that I don't think any. I mean, his uh, other thing too. Has anybody ever fucked with Madonna and been right afterwards? Uh, Sean Penn. Black man. 
Sean, Sean Penn. Penn had to go to and get in some Haiti pussy <laughs> to get his shit. You got to go. He had to go to Haiti get the get the root on his stick to get his shit back right. Yo, man, you know what's so Yo. dope about Kane too? He he was dancing too. And he was dancing. He was he was like, no, no, he's not. He wasn't just dancing. He's still dancing. He's still he dancing. He's still dancing. He's still dancing and rapping at the same time. And rapping, and doing rap splits and, 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 and proved and proved that wild boys back in the days, wild boys used to dance. Now you know what's crazy though. Also, Kane is only a year older than Jay, mm. which is crazy. Mm. Let's get into all of that. Listen, internet, you tuned into the Combat Jack Show, the Combat Jack Show. dot com. It's the fourth quarter, yo. F your whole life. F your quarter. F your grindstone. CombatJackShow. dot com. Say my name. Ben, Ben, uh, Internet, you tune into the Combat Jack Show, the Combat Jack Show.com. Dallas radio. Penn. F your radio. Dallas Penn, do you see what's going on right now in the building? The Wrath of Kane. The Wrath of Kane is in the building. Sharp Big Daddy Kane is in the building. That's right. What's good? Yo, welcome to the Combat Jack Show, man. No, man, glad to be here. Yo, man. I can't believe I'm talking to Kane. Yes. Man. Like, you got to understand, we from the same era. Like, I, 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 I. You know, warm it up, Kane. Like mm. WBLS when they playing it back to back <laughs> from the same era, but not from the same cloth, man. Not from the same cloth. <laughs> right not, now, not from right, the same cloth. I mean, you you ain't got no pocket square right no, now. No, 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 no. Kane right. is looking clean right now. Kane is very clean right now. Always clean. Yes. Always clean. How you feeling, Kane? Man, I'm good, man. Everything is great, man. Yeah. Man. Yo, thanks for coming on to the Combat Jack Show, man. Nah, you know, you know what already know what it is, man. I mean, I reached out to you, bro. Yes, yes, yes. And I, you yeah. know, when when you reached out to me, man, I, I had to pinch myself, dude, because I was like, yo, this is you're a legend, dude. Mm. You know, am I dick writer right now? Yeah. No. You you said yeah. I'm, I'm, no. You're appreciating Kane. No, I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure we're but, not dick uh, riding hold, Kane. Hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. You got, we gotta properly contextualize. Who Kane is, and I think it, yes. the, the, it's easy to say, "All right, Big Daddy Kane, Juice Crew," and, and go through some of his popular Marley hits. Mall. But to understand that the time that this is going on inside rap, right, and what's going on inside the city, and I, I feel like I gotta, I gotta get off my question now. Where is horse, pig, and dog right now? Mm. <laughs> well, who, do, do do the internet? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Internet, you, you gotta contextualize internet, again, again. My dude, you said you gotta contextualize. I know, I know, I know, I know. I, I, I jumped all ahead, but but you gotta understand something that that Kane roll, fuck rap shit. I'm just talking about regular street shit, right? Re regular people that had a rep. Like if you rode the subway, you knew these people's names. <laughs> well, um, it's probably been about a good five years or so since I've seen um Hawk. And um, dog is good. Dog mm. is good. Um, mm. I talked to him on the phone um a few weeks ago. Um, he called my man Shy, my man Big Shy, and um, he put him on the phone. So he he's good. Um, the pig, I don't know. I mean, somebody told me he returned to the essence. I'm not really sure, mm -hmm. but um, I, I had heard that. You know, but yeah. Yo, Kane, is it really 25 years since you dropped your uh, debut album? Nah, it's not 25 years. I, 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 I think it's 26, isn't it? 20, no, no, it's 25. No, it is 25. It's 25 years. Yeah, 25. Yeah, you're right. 25. 88. Yeah. Like, yo, man, like, like, where do I start, man? Like, how did you get in the game, man? Like, what inspired you, man? Like, how, how, how did what, how'd you get in the game, man? My dude, try to keep it as short as possible. It's going to yes. take a second. But, yes. I mean, honestly, like, with this whole rap thing, when right. I first heard it, I only started doing it because my older cousin Murdoch was doing mm. it. Now, what was he doing? 
He was rhyming, you know, okay. cat with the um the boys and girls, and he was rhyming with these other two cats. Was so he doing I started, the, the nursery school rap? Like, no, no, no. He right. had you know some these. No, nah, he he was straight. Right. Um, and I started doing it really just to um I wanted to be because I was younger. Right. You know, these cats is probably about you know seventeen. I'm thinking I'm, I'm not, maybe I'm like twelve, thirteen, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I started doing it just to run with them. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was writing battle rhymes from the gate because I felt like if I beat the other two dudes that rhyme with him, he'd put me down with his crew. Mm-hmm. So that's how I really began and started doing it. And then after I did, um, you know, beat them battling, he decided he wanted to play football. He didn't even want to rhyme no more. Mm. So it was me who just, you know, just kept on doing it. Mm. And, you know, throughout time, I, in, I ended up meeting Biz in uh, 84. Right. And you met him at Albee Square Mall. Yeah, yeah. Like um, this cat named Wayne from Central Islip used to always tell me about him. Yo, right. my man, Biz Markie D this. He, Biz Markie D said this. And one day he came and told me, you know, he was in the mall. And I'm like, okay, well, look, he in the mall now? Well, let's go over there. Right. And when I battle dude and eat his ass up, from now on, I want you going to biz, telling them about your man Kane. Mm, mm. And we bet we met, we battled, um, and we, after the battle, we became good friends. How was the battle? <laughs> you serious? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but after the battle, um, you know, we became real good friends. Right. And you know, he was like, "Yo, man, you dope. You know, if you stick with me, you know, you're gonna make a record. I'm gonna make sure you make a record." All right, let me go back though. But how do how do I, how do you even battle a Biz Marquee? Like, what kind of style is he approaching you with? You know what I'm saying? Because Biz rhyme like like the Harlem Cats did mm. back then. Mm. That you know he had that style like the you know he had that, that show Harlem, world type right? yeah. yeah he had that Harlem type of style and um you know we started going at it um you know just on some lyrical stuff right and he saw where I was with it there so then he switched it and started doing funny rhymes about girls. Mm-hmm. And then I, I flipped it and started doing that. Mm. And then, uh, you know, Biz with that voice. <sighs> right, 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 right. That was dope. That was dope. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then, you know, we got, you know, we got cool. And, you know, he started coming to my high school on the regular. Like, I was in Sarah J. Hill. It was got to the point where they thought that he went there because mm. he was up there so much. Right. That's how you ended up with all them wild boys. Like, nah, nah, nah. I mean, I knew, you know, a lot of those cats from hanging in Albee Square Mall mm-hmm. or either um, dudes that I met through my man um, Big Shy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me just contextualize for the listener. Okay, Sarah J. Hell, when I went to Brooklyn Tech, uh, you know, before I got with, with, with my little collective, you better get your ass home before the kids from Sarah J. Hell yeah, come up to come Tech. Yeah, we come up there to, to, to scrap with dudes. Um, I'll tell you how it all started. It all started in um 1980. Mm-hmm. It started in '85 mm-hmm. when somebody from Brooklyn Tech um has um stuck this kid up for his bomber, mm. and we used to go up there like pretty much every Friday mm-hmm. to go stick dudes up at Brooklyn Tech. Mm-hmm. Like, Payback, every Friday. Payback, yeah. just mm-hmm. Like I mean, like every Friday. Mm. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I remember one day um where like you know the cops came and shut the block down, and I had to go. There was like a dumpster right there by the um uh by the Williamsburg clock. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, yeah, where like, Bam is. Where, where? Yeah, I, I had to go jump in one of them big dumpsters, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I just stayed in there for like hours. <laughs> Real talk. So yeah. be- between Sarah J. Hell kids and Weston House kids, it was like, yeah, yeah tech kids and, and, until they got the, they got their shit together. Oh, yeah, the Weston House dudes was crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, Kane, you was a wild boy, man. Like, like, like the Biz wasn't rap, uh, lying in, in the vapors. You was a wild boy. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I, I did what I had to do. Right. You know. Now, what was your first impression though? When you met Biz, what'd you think of dude? Like, other than his style, what'd you think of him? Um, I thought that Biz was just very animated. Mm. You know, um, I thought he was just very animated and 
comical, you right. know, real funny dude, you know. But I could also see that he was serious. Right. He was like dedicated, mm-hmm. willing to do whatever it took to get where he needed to be. See, because mm-hmm. back then, Cats wasn't really getting record deals like that. So for somebody to tell you, I could take you to that point, did you really believe in him or you just like, you know, it was just something to do? Well, you know, by then, I had done been down with two different rap crews, mm-hmm. the Debonair Three, okay. the Magnum Force, and, you know, it never went nowhere. Right. Mm-hmm. So here here I am with someone that seems like they have the same dedication that I have. Mm-hmm. So it was very easy to believe what he was saying. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and And did you foresee that things would open up how they opened up? Uh, what you mean? Like, as far like as in just, terms of like you becoming who you who you are now? Oh, oh yeah. Well, I mean, absolutely. Because right. I mean, you know, I'm I'm who I was then. Mm. You know, just with a little more money. That's right. all. But I'm still the same dude. Right. Now, now I read in an interview that you said that um, you always had a great sense of confidence, and that confidence came from your pops. Um. Well, I mean, my pops, you know, he was like one of them dudes, man. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's, you know, he's, 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 like, matter of fact, I was up all last night, man, till like probably like 2.30 in the morning drinking with him. Right. You know, just mm. kicking it, man, you know. Um, but I mean, he's always been one of them type of dudes where like, you know, yeah, like throwing a three, four, five piece suit, mm. Mm. gators, snake skins, mm. that type mm. of thing, you know, got like uh, two Seville's. And an Oldsmobile parked up out front, taking up all the parking spaces, making everybody on the block mad at him. He was one of them type dudes. <laughs> so he groomed you to, to be the man that you are, basically. Uh, yeah, I guess in a matter of speaking, yeah, absolutely. You, yeah. And, and I guess where I'm coming from, though, is that even when you came out and you was killing it lyrically, you had this grown man style about you that none, none of your peers had. Like, you had this from your voice to like your pre, you had an old man, not an old man, but a grown man's style in a young man's game. Right. Well, I mean, you know, with me, um, like I didn't really want to project the b boy fashion. Right. You know that. You know that wasn't my thing. My thing was, you know, you know, like you know, you know, some Brooklyn stuff. So you mm. know, it's like we want to, we want, we want to be fly. Right. We want to look like you know players and pimps. Right. You know, so that was like, you know, really uh, the look that I wanted to portray. And that's the way, like I said, that's how my father dressed, mm. you know. And as a kid, I was so used to kids on the block, you know, not talking about, you know, the drug dealer dude, you know, just getting money over there or this hot DJ. I'm used to them coming up to me, you know, you know, back then it was called me by my government. You know, they, they come on your tone, tell the truth, man, your pops a pimp, right? Mm. You know, so it was like that was like flattering in a way. I mean, right. disrespectful in a way because, you know, he married to my mother. So I'm like, of course, you trying to say, <laughs> you know, but, but at the same time, you know, it was flattering. Right. You know, I'm sorry. What'd your pops do, man? My pops was a truck driver. A truck driver. Mm. Yeah, he was a truck driver. Mm. First, he um drove for North American van lines across country. Mm. Remember, the, remember that blue with the, the blue and the red? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He drove for them across country yeah. for years. And then uh, when my brother Shane was born, he stopped and drove with a local company. Mm-hmm. Right. And you listen to a lot of music growing up, man? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, like um, my mom's, man, blasting Marvin Gaye, Teddy Pendergrass. Saturday's windows open. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cleaning up. Cleaning up. Lysol in the air. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) My pops, he was just strictly Al Green, Johnny Taylor. That's Mm. as far as it went. (laughs) So you came in the game basically with the sense of soul. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Um, Lyrically now, man, who influenced you, man? Because you have Kaz. Kaz. Grandmaster Grandmaster Kaz. Kaz. Mm. Mm. Like, I remember... 
writing one of my first rhymes, I had something. I thought I was killing it, mm. right? You know, I had something like I'm the T-O-N-Y, the T-E-E. Your hands can't hit, but your eyes can't see. And I'm thinking, I'm, you know, then I've um, my man played this on uh, Cold Crush tape. Mm. And I'm hearing Cass, you know, I'm six, one and a half, no good at math. Say rhymes to myself when I'm taking a bath. Got true clientele, finesse and clout, and I don't get into nothing that I can't get out. I just ripped my whole shit up. <laughs> and started, started studying this. Yeah. Right. yeah, I just start the rhyme over. I started my life over. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. Now, tell us about like when you like after meeting Kane. What was like the? I mean, after meeting Biz. What was the next step in terms of like getting closer to this industry, man? Well, when I'm um met Biz, like what he was trying to do was really get us to open up at parties for mm. other artists. Mm -hmm. So um, on some local shit or, or you remember Mike and Dave? Yeah. Okay. Well, we were doing a lot of their events. Okay. You know they would have um Dougie Fresh sometimes. And um, Doug, Doug um, had out uh, uh, the show at the, the show, time, mm -hmm. you know? which was a devastating record at the yeah, time. Yeah, amazing. And it was the type of thing where you know we would open up in a lot of these Mike and Dave events, and they were all great except for the time when the very first time when we opened up mm. for Doug. Because mm -hmm. see, the thing was, Biz understood the um you know the crowd and how 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 to work it. I didn't know that. Right. You know, mm -hmm. I knew how to battle dudes, but I, I didn't have that entertainer frame of mind. Mm. So you Biz just grabbed did. the mic and spit and just well, posture. No, Biz always told me to say these rhymes. Right. Like, yo, remember the story about this? Yo, do that one tonight. Yo, so do that one tonight. But they were all funny rhymes mm. about girls. Right. You know, all that, you know, because, you know, from once Kaz did Yvette, you know, I think every rapper had some sort of funny rhymes about girls. Right. Mm. But this is 85 when Slick Rick is hot with Lottie Dottie. Mm. Right. And now we about to open up. It's basically the same thing, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't want to look like no biter, right, right, right. so I didn't want to do that. Right. Right. And I told Biz I wouldn't do it. And that night I did some of my battle stuff, and I'm on stage, you know, spitting hard. Mm, hard. And I mean, cats in the audience is, you know, they're like, Yo, I'm about uh, to go get a drink. Man. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, I was probably like that close to getting booed, man. Mm. You know. So from that point, I just listened to what Biz said. Right. You know, that's amazing. So Biz really had this innate sense of like showmanship. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And and you learned a lot in terms of like incorporating that into your style? Uh well, I think with me when it started it was like uh uh when I had just rhyming with Biz out and mm -hmm. Dougie Fresh came to one of my shows mm -hmm. and you know, Doug um he he went and sat right in the I mean stood right in the front and watched the whole show. Then afterwards, you know, he was like, you know, telling me how dope it was and yo, why you didn't, you know, you should have then he was like Wait, wait, how did you feel with, with, with Doug telling you this though, man? I mean, I was, you know, because I've seen Doug perform right. mm -hmm. and how amazing he yeah, was. Right. So I'm sitting there wide open, my eyes wide open, taking notes. Like, okay, right. Mm, mm. Yeah, I'll do that next time. I, right. And then he, you know, told me to, you know, come back to the crib with him. So we went back to his crib and he um pulled out these, back then, I think it might have been on um, Betamax. Mm. Um, watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The world has changed, my dude. <laughs> you dig? Yeah. But, um, he showed me um like um Earth Wind and Fire, mm. Michael Jackson, Pink Floyd, and he was showing me concert uh, joints. Yeah, concerts, dude. concerts, stadiums, where, where he got ideas for his stage show mm. from. Mm -hmm. Like, see how he did that? Now, when I do it on stage, I, like he showed me how. He, I'm like, mm. so that next day, I went um to the video store and bought a, a Marvin Gaye, Barry White, and a James Brown, mm. you know, live concerts. Mm. 
and I started really studying them, figuring out the things that I wanted. You know, I knew that my style was a little different, right? Mm-hmm. But I started, you know, trying to uh, incorporate what elements I think would work good for me on stage. Mm. Where, where did you get the inspiration to have Scoob and Scrap? Mm. James Brown, mm-hmm. him and the Flames. The when flames. I, once I saw him do that move and Bobby Bird pull him up by his hair, mm-hmm. gotcha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, were you always a nice dancer though? Like, like you know what I'm saying? Because you killed it on stage. No. <laughs> nah, I ain't gonna sit there in front. Nah, nah it, it took some time. Yeah. Took some work. School and scrap were the dancers. Yeah. No question. But but I, I'm trying to explain to Combat how even back then, yo, thugs, hard body cats would dance. Everybody danced. Yeah. Like they put their gun yeah. aside. They put their gun aside and they would dance. No, no they would dance with their gun. <laughs> <laughs> they would dance with the biscuit. Um yeah. internet, I'm 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 bugging out because now I, I wanna go back to, to Latin Quarter. Mm. And how deep y'all used to come up in this spot? Oh man, we used to be there all the time. You know, what I mean, that's actually where I met um, school bad. I think probably like in like eighty five. Mm-hmm. You know, that's you know uh, when we was all everybody's still just trying to get on. Mm-hmm. You know, school and scrap IOU dancers. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't think scrap was with IOU, but um, school and um, Mike. Uh, yeah, Mike. Mm-hmm. Um. But Lays, mm-hmm. um, Lays with um MOP, right? Because you know he was my first dancer before Scrap. Okay, okay. Scoob and Lays. Okay. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, you know, I was just like we, you know, to hang in there. You, you, I mean, you know, the quarters was crazy, right? right. Crazy. I mean, um, I mean, you, you were in there like that. In there, he was okay. in there. Uh, in, well, in in there, and, and made sure that when uh, Ultraman X Funky came on, <laughs> he was out. That nobody <laughs> came over and pointed at me like uh, this uh, one. Get, get, yeah, nah, nah. <laughs> well, you know. The, the 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 three main records to get stuck up to was Brooklyn's in the house, mm-hmm. Cutmaster DC, Cutmaster DC, Ghostetsa, mm-hmm. and Top Billing. And Top Billing. Now I felt like Ultra Magnetic Funky when that piano. That, that was like the next level. When that, that piano was the next started. Level. Nah, that drum roll on Ghostetsa. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it. Did oh yeah, 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 to yeah, 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 dudes, yeah, man. Yeah, but I yeah. mean, yeah, that was yeah. the Tuck Your Chain song. Yeah, yeah. that did, was the Tuck Your did Chain. Did you ever get caught out there, real. man? Did they ever yeah. catch you out there? Well, I was with my man Shine and right. all them. You know, so I was with the dudes that was, you know, You was with the wolves. <laughs> right. I was with the dudes yeah. that was doing it. Yeah. You know. Yo, tell us about the first time you met Molly Maul, man. Um, well, that's really not the story. Right. Um, the, the, the third time I met Molly Maul is mm. the real story. Okay. You know, because um, I had been to his house uh, twice with Biz when he was working on stuff. Okay. For um, his album. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's one particular day. It's like, um, you know, Biz stayed at my crib and went and bought this song. Then said he was going to downstairs to go buy another record. I'm like, man, I'm going to school, man. Mm. And after school, I bounced and went to Queens to meet Biz there when he was getting ready to record Nobody Beats the Biz. And, you know, Marley talking to me with the chain on the door. Mm. Mm. Marley you wasn't know. fucking with you. Nah, he had the chain on the door right. talking to me with it, with it cracked like that. Like, yo, Biz ain't here. Right. I'm like, well, I was supposed to, you know, Biz ain't here, money. Mm. And I'm like. You're not, I, well, I just took the train all the way from Brooklyn because he's supposed to be... Rec- two-hour ride. He's like, a yo, two- Biz ain't here, money. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Right. I'm like, all right, no doubt. And I'm like, hey, well, just give him this, man. These are the rhymes he's supposed to do today. And he like, yo, you writing Biz shit? I'm like, you know, like, I mean, I just, I did that one. He's like, and then, yeah, he said, um, did you do Make the Music? I was like, nah, I didn't do Make the Music. Then he was like, they opened the door. He was like, yo, how does go? And I was like, you know, spit a little bit of the Nobody Beats the Bitch. He was like, yo, come on in, come on in, come oh. on in. You know, <laughs> and then, you know, he said, you know, like, yo, yeah, you're like, you rhyme too? And he asked, you know, asked me to spit something, and I spit a verse, and he was like, yeah, 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 you, yo, you want to you record something? And um, uh, I believe that day we did I'll Take You There. Mm. Yeah. That's your first record with Molly Molly. Yeah, I believe that was the first show we did, yeah. That's crazy, uh, man. 
Now, initially, you started off ramen. You wasn't rap uh, uh, writing. You started off as a rapper. Um, no, honestly, I first started off writing for my cousin, a girl named Nicole. She called herself Nikki B. Okay, mm-hmm. I was writing for her, and I was trying to DJ. Mm, that was what you saw yourself doing. Yeah, this is like I don't know, maybe like eighty. Okay, okay, yeah. and um. Somebody, you know, uh, broke in my grandmother's cribs and stole my turntable. Uh, so that was that. Mm. You know. Um, where, where your grandmother live, man? My grandmother, she used to live right across the street from the Albee Square Mall. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they broke in her crib and stole. On Duffield? Nah, right on the street that's called Albee Square. Mm-hmm. That street, where them parking lots are. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. 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 D- them buildings right there? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Dig it. Yep. She used to live Duffield's right around so, the corner. So, Duffield, that, that's Bridge or something. Uh, yeah. What's that? Albee Square and I believe that's Willoughby. So that killed your DJ career. Yeah, that killed the DJ. So now, so then you started focusing on the ra- on the writing. Yeah, once I heard my cousin rhyme, and then I wanted to do what he was doing. Right. Yeah. All right. Now, tell us about the writing relationship you had with with, with Biz, because my impression is that you did comp- you did all of his writing. Well, um, I wrote a whole lot of stuff for Biz right. um, during that first album. Um, you know, it's like really it was Biz ideas. You know what I'm saying? Right. It'd be the type of thing where Biz is like, yo, I want to do this song called Picking Boogers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, talk about, you know, just anything about, you know, picking boogers and somewhere in there. And what, do you, what are you thinking when he's telling you this? I'm thinking he's losing his mind, right. but, you know, that's Biz. You know? Right. But he's like, somewhere in the song, I just want you to want to put this in there. Hey, mom, what's for dinner? Go up your nose. And, and pick, pick a winner. Yeah. yeah. You know, even like when nobody beats the biz, he would come right. Uh, you're like, yo, I. But the style got to be like, zuka, 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 zuka. You know, he's just mumbling some stuff. Biz is like a conceptualist, yeah. but he he needs somebody to help refine that. I mean, don't. I don't really think Biz really needs someone to help. I think Biz just be lazy and don't want to write mm-hmm. himself because Biz can write. Don't you know? Right. He Biz can write. Mm-hmm. So basically, it was more of a collaborative effort, like him giving you his ideas and exactly. you helping and him I spell it out. Rhymes, okay. Yeah. All right. So so after you uh, record this record with Marley, now what's the relationship like with, um, with Marley Marl? Um, well, to be honest with you, um, things got funky, but it really wasn't funky with Marley. You know, right. because Marley wasn't the one that had lied to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, 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 what happened? Okay, I thought, I thought you could sit, tell us Marley sicked G rap on you. So what happened, um, man? Take us. We, we need that on video. Oh. Uh, <laughs> nah, um, what it was was like you know, um, like songs that you know I was producing. I didn't get producer credit. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like 19 years old. Right. So I don't really know. And I'm being told, nah, you know, with the um, with the Warner Brothers deal. Um, we only got it because they look at Marley who, as a super producer. Who's telling you magic. this? Who's, who's telling you this? This was like you the dude that owned the label. Okay. You know, and, um, you know, like he's explained like this is like if like if, if it doesn't say produced by Marley Marl, they may lose the deal. Right. Mm-hmm. And I believe, nah, you're going to get your credit. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my dumb ass at 19, believe that. And you're actually producing the records. Yeah. Okay. You know, like basically what was going on was Marley was really like basically the engineer. Of course. Because he's the one that, you know, um. Uh, recording everything and you know putting the samples together so what records are you producing um on long live the cane everything except for i'll take you there and mm. the day you're mine so you mm-hmm. produce mm. uh, and i'm sorry and set it off um, right. 45 king actually did right so you produce the majority of your own album yeah that's crazy man yeah 
And here I was about to say that, you know, Mar- I think that Marley doesn't get mentioned when uh, a lot because people don't put him in the category of him being one of the greatest. But he is, though. Right. I right. mean, you know, like stuff like uh, like Young, Gifted, and Black right. on the second. You no, know, Marley did a lot of dope, incredible stuff. Right. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that Marley is not a good. Marley is a great producer. Right. You know, and I, and I yeah. think he deserves to be one of, like Absolutely. mentioned with the Dre's and the whole no, nine. Because so many people copied and emulated his style. Yeah. And he, he changed know? the game. Yeah. But yeah. you was you wasn't getting your producer credits. That's nah. crazy. Yeah. So when did it hit you that you was getting jerked, man? Um. Yeah. Like probably right after that album came mm. out. You know. Mm. Yeah. Now I, I read somewhere that initially uh, Warner Brothers was a fucking with you. Like they wasn't they wasn't trying to sign you. Yeah. Um. The deal was um for what was what they they wanted Shan and Shante and were willing to take Biz mm-hmm. and that was it. They didn't right. want me. They didn't want G Rap. So um, was the Juice Crew in existence at the time? Or yeah. what? Okay. Yeah. I mean, we all were together. Right. But they didn't want me and G. And um, what ha- what happened was Fly Ty, you know, the, um, the owner label, he uh, just put out Raw on on uh, another label, right. Prism Records. Prism, yeah. Yeah. You know, he put it out and it started bubbling. Did he just put it out just to make some money? Or well, he thought it was a dope record. It when was he a first dope heard record, it. dude. Because you know, like, when we first did it, you know, Marley didn't like the record. Mm-hmm. You know, because he was mad at the um the Mama Feel Good. The, dun, 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 dun. You know, mm-hmm. he was like, yo, man, you trying to sound like some public enemy stuff, man. We mm-hmm. the Juice Crew, man. They want to sound like us. Right. <laughs> like, he didn't want that in there. Mm-hmm. So he didn't really like the record. You produce raw. Yeah. Oh. Um, yo, Kane. Hold up. Internet. Internet. Kane produced Raw. Right, 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 right. We, we, do, do we want to? We got my man Riggs Morales in the background. Do we want to talk about that? Was that a demo? That the uh, joint where you and G Rap trade verses. Um, well, that was the reason. That's what that, that whole thing with me and G is what sparked the symphony. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened was I had G with me that day in the studio when I did Raw. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, um, and um, after we finished the song, me and you know Marley just brought the track back up, and me and G just spit a rhyme over it. How mm-hmm. many how many rhymes do you like? You had at that time in your life, you had endless rhymes. Yeah, you had. T- because all I did was write every you know, day. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. So, you know, we're jumping all over the place, but your history, you know, forces that. Ben, I mean, you better play that, all that shit. Before we, we go to break, it. man, give, give, <laughs> how, did, how did the Juice Group get together? How did y'all form, man? I couldn't tell you that. I mean, you know, because they were together, you know, way before I came into who, the who, picture. Who was in the, in the Juice Group at the time? Um, you had um, Shan, mm-hmm. Shantae, Marley, um, of course, Mr. Magic. Right. Um, G Rap, mm. G Rap, po- Polo and G Rap, right. you know, um, and uh, Tragedy, right? Mm. A little kid at the time, yeah. Was was Craig G? Was Craig G? In Craig the- G might have been there okay. at that time too. So they pulled. So so basically, uh, uh, Biz pulled you to the to the crew, or he introduced you to the crew. Um, I'll tell you exactly what happened, man. Right. I mean, we, I mean, how long we got? We got yeah, as long as, as how long you got? Long live, nah. long live the cane. Nah, I'm gonna tell you exactly. <laughs> Biz was bringing me to the shows, mm-hmm. and you know he was just waiting for the right moment. And then one day he did Union Square, mm-hmm. and he just called me out on stage. You know, he just called me out on stage, and I got up there and rock with him, mm-hmm. and. uh MC Sham was there, and Sham was hot. You know? Sham was the top dog at the time when you came to the yeah. You right. know, he had the bridge out, right. the bridge right. was, you know on fire. 
Uh, and he was hot with Brit, uh, with Biz, uh, you know, about bringing me out. Like, yo, how you just gonna? He ain't down with the crew. He, ain't mm. gonna, you know, that type of thing. He wasn't fucking with you initially. You shit. Shit. I mean, real talk. I mean, you know, back then, you know, because that's why I never got into um that whole Shan and KRS beef, right. you know, um, because, you know, Shan didn't even call me by my, by my name. Shan mm. used to refer to me as the new nigga. Oh. Uh, you know, we got shows that, nah, I just drive, man, because, you, know, you know, I know you bringing a new nigga. I ain't he was trying to, to pledge you, man. He was trying to pledge you. <laughs> you know, and this is the type of thing where I can't even really react because, you know, you know, if, if I do something, then, you know, I might mess around and not get a deal. Right. Mm. So I just got to eat that. Right. Mm. You know, so it's like, all right, all right. Combat, Kane saying that means we got to go to break because yeah. we got a lot of shit to talk. We got to talk about the symphony video shoot. We got to talk about a whole we lot. Got, we got, I heard you used to bust your guns, Kane. What? I heard you used to <laughs> bust your guns. What? Listen, internet, you tune into the Combat Jack Show, the CombatJackShow.com. F your Big radio. Daddy Kane. Shit. Long live the king. Internet, so tune into the Combat Jack Show, the CombatJackShow.com. We got Big Daddy Kane in the building. Gee. He is dropping gems, jewels. Now, we were talking earlier, man, about your reception, your initial reception to the Juice Crew. Yeah. And you were talking about how um, Shan was kind of kind of cold to you. Yeah, um, like, like you know, with Shan, he didn't, you know, he didn't even refer to me by my name. Right. You know, he just said the new nigga. Right, the new nigga. You know, and um, and you and you rock with that in the whole nine. Well, I mean, I had no choice. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I, I you know, react, and you know, I may never have got gotten a record deal, right? You know, right. so I just had to eat it, and it was what it was. And then, when did you become an official member of the Juice Crew? Um, I became, I think I, I guess I became an official. But when member. he started writing Shan's rhymes, <laughs> no, nah, but, but I, I think I guess when I was writing for Shantae, mm. you know, when I started writing for Shantae, right. Now you know I always wondered um, why you never got involved in the in the in the you know Boogie Down Bronx you know the Boogie Down Productions Juice Crew battle. Um, well, when Shan and KRS were going at it, uh, like I said, you know Shan didn't even really you know speak to me. Right. And was he intimidated by you, man? You think? I, or, I, I or was he I mean, just I, a funny I, dude at the time? I, I, I don't really know what it was. Right. You know. Um, I mean, we cool now. Right. You know, that's my man right. now. We talk on the regular. Um, so he know he knows that he knows he was, was being shady to you back then. No, we you know me and him had like last year I think it was we sat in the jeep one time and just had a long talk about it and you know talked to how about how you know what it was and you know we squashed it right. all and but, but but I mean way before then we, we we became you know real cool of course you know but like with Karis one at that time we had a show in Canada and Karis heard me rhyme and was like yo you dope money and we got cool. And Karis One ended up being the person to help me move out of my mother's house. Mm. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. This is before or after? This is during the beef with him and Shan. Karis One and Miss Melody came to my mom's crib, and me and Karis walking down the stairs carrying a... Um, Crates of records? No, nah, a velvet couch. A couch? Yeah, that I'm about to sleep on where I'm moving in this here spot with Scoob and Lays. Mm. Wow. Uh, we carrying a velvet. Miss Melody got, um, uh, uh, I think, 25-inch TV. Rest in peace. The, yeah, rest in That's peace. That's crazy. Yeah. And so, but, but why is he reaching out to you to you if your camps are basically at war, though? I mean, he, we were in Canada doing this battle thing. Right. Karis One, uh, I think, didn't want me mm. to do the one-on-one battle. He wanted to do it because... He only heard me doing those funny rhymes about mm. girls. Right, right. 
But when he, you know, heard me go in and saw what, I, you know, afterwards he bought me a Heineken at the bar <laughs> and was like, yo, man, you dope, man. I didn't know you, like, really rhymed like that. Right. Yo, you know, that was dope, man. Yeah, yeah. And we got cool. Right. And, yeah, it became that type of thing. Now, did you ever feel like you wanted to battle KRS, though? Oh, absolutely. Because I, I thought the KRS was dope. Right. You know, I was like, yo, he's the, so I, I would have loved to have stepped in and battled Chris, you know, for Shan. But I felt like, you know, Chris is a friend. Right. He's my man. Right. He, he showed me love. And, you know, Shan, we in the same crew, and he don't show me love. Right. So, because, I mean, I remember one time when, when Ty came to me, and he said to me, yo, um, I need you to end this, mm. but um, mm. but don't tell Shan. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm like, in what? And, you know, he like, yo, I need you to, you know, go ahead and, you know, deal with this KRS thing. Mm. I'm like, me and KRS is cool. Mm. I'm like, your man is the one that don't even speak to me. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm like, me and KRS is cool. And he's like, so what you saying? You're not down with Juice Crew? I'm like, I don't know. You tell me. You haven't said I was down yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Was, I mean, other than other than KRS and Shan, could you feel like vibrations at, the, at, at quarters, at Union Square, which was every night, it was open. It was wild. Could you feel real street vibration? Like, wow, this, this is going to spill out past the music these guys are making. This is going to be between cats on the subway. Nah, I mean, I, it, it wasn't on that level back then. It was nah, it was strictly it, on records. Know, yeah, yeah, you know, it was like you know, you, either you like Shan or right. you like KRS. That's all. It wasn't like you know, like you know, F Queens, F the Bronx. Right. Even know, though they, but it it it, 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 it it felt like it had taken on that kind of tone though, it, it, a, a Bronx versus Queens tone or a Bronx. KRS is going hard at, borough, at, at Queens. It though. felt like it had taken KRS on a is borough going hard tone. at Queens, B. Oh, and yeah. I guess you being from Brooklyn, Brooklyn was kind of separated <laughs> yeah. from the fray anyway. Brooklyn, nobody yeah. was really saying sideways shit about Brooklyn anyhow. Now, now, did it cause any stress, though? Because you're on this crew, now you're officially on this crew, and you're not officially riding for them. Did that cause stress inside the crew? I mean, yeah, it, it caused, it definitely caused some um, friction. I don't, I don't, Mr. Magic was hot. Hey, yo. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, it caused a lot of friction. What was he, what was he saying to you, man? He didn't say nothing to me. Right. But um, on the air, I mean, on the air, I remember one time he referred to me as the Benedict Arnold of the Juice. What? Club. Yeah, yeah. Magic? <laughs> on yeah. the radio. Yeah. Magic and, would say slick shit, though. Did did Cats know he was talking to you? Rest yeah, in peace, no, he Magic. said my name. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. rest in peace, man. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. Well, what did you do, though, man? Like, he called you out, man. <laughs> We settled that. Oh, mm. okay. Mm. Mm. You know what, combat? Let, let's get to the what could have been the realest street shit. You and Rakim. We all, we, they, everybody asked him that question. You and Rakim. I mean, everybody but, but, asked him but, that question. Uh, definitively. I mean, at, at some point, does it ever feel personal? Actually, what do you mean? When you listen to someone's bars and you and you feel like, wait a minute, you know, this was because I mean. In, now y'all have people don't realize either that I mean the people that Rock Kim used to roll with streetwise, you know I, I feel like you know when you people from where you grew up people from downtown people from Fort Green area people oh, from oh Supreme and all them yeah well um you know um it's like this um you know Rock Kim is a great lyricist and you know also somebody who you know I. You, I, I, you know, I felt like, you know, like he's a dope MC. Yeah, I would love to um, have battled him, you know. But Cass was trying to instigate it or was... Oh, absolutely, right. absolutely. 
it was more or less, you know, people getting in my ear, yo, yo, what do you mean by um, you know, word to daddy? Mm. You know? Um, Indeed. people getting in rock, Indeed. rock in ear, you know, like, you know, like um because we 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 ended up talking. Because mm. you gotta understand, me and Eric B was cool. Mm -hmm. When I bought my, my bought my first house, I had a set of keys, my father and Eric B. Mm. I was in LA um taking care of some other business. Eric B was at my house every day. Uh, watching interior decorators bring the furniture in. Mm. He would he was the one letting them in. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Eric come to the crib, sit, kick my, like my pops and his pops, drink a beer, hang out, watching um Luke videos. I never is, knew that. That's, yeah, that's... You know, so me and Eric was cool. And Eric brother and live was my road manager. Mm -hmm. So what happened was me and Aunt hanging out and a girl gave me a photo of herself and the photo said Dear Kane I want to set it off and get R-A-W. Ain't no half-stepping because I'm going to break your wrath in half. Mm. Those are the exact words on the photo. So this was during the time when everybody was saying, your ride got this song called Break the Wrath in Half, just mm. in Wrath of Cain. Mm. That's when the rumor was. Right. So I gave the picture to Ant, Eric B's brother. So he like, yo, ma, um, what you mean by Break the Wrath in Half? And she like... Oh, you ain't heard that Rakim song, Break the... Oh, yeah, he going at you, he dissing uh, you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Eric B. played it for me in his Rolls Royce on Jamaica uh, Avenue the other day. <laughs> and, you know, we sitting there laughing and whatnot, right? We dying laughing, yeah, yeah. And we, we just... And every time I look at him, I'm just laughing. So finally, the chick is like, yo, why you keep looking at him laughing? Right. I mean, what, what, what you, you... You work with Eric or something? Mm. And he like, no, I live with him, bitch. That's my brother. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And that's when Ant was like, yo... Yo, this is just getting too much out of hand. Y'all need mm -hmm. to talk. Right. So Ant Live called Ra, put him on the phone, and you know he, you know, explained to me that he thought the um, uh, rap soloist "You Don't Want None of This" mm -hmm. was about him. Mm. And I explained, I'm like, no, no, no. I'm saying I'm a rap soloist. Competition don't want none of this. I'm like, you know, you're not. The only, I know you said, you know, and you know that I'm a soloist, but you know, you're not the only solo rapper, my brother. You know, anybody rhyme alone is a solo rapper. Right. You know, and you know, I asked him about the um. Uh, the word to daddy and you know he was, said that that was just some Long Island slang mm -hmm. it wasn't a shot right. mm -hmm. and we squashed it mm -hmm. and you know left it alone and then um, uh, Rap Mania came mm. like um, after Rap Mania you know it was like the first hip hop pay per view event right. that did real good so Wait, who, uh, was, who was in the first Rap Mania um, a bunch of people I was on it Rakim right, right. Uh, Ice-T Melly Mel a lot, lot of people but um, it did so good that they, you know, um, wanted to fund, you know, another one for the following year, and Van Silk, um, Van Silk, Van yeah, Silk. He, he was the one I, I used to work with Van Silk. Man. Okay, well, he, yeah. you know, he put it together, yeah. and so his idea was for the following year was the battles. Mm -hmm. So he had Sparky D and Roxanne Shine taking mm -hmm. firm, Furious Five versus Cold Crush, and um, he was trying to get Mo D and LL, me and Rakim. Mm -hmm. Somebody would have um, got shot that night, B. And, um, Somebody would have got shot that night, man. What happened was, um, uh, from what I was told, LL said, if Kane and Rod do it, then I'll, I'll, agree, I'll agree to do it. Mm. And it's so not that a pressure. The pressure's on, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, cool. Then Van Sill called me and was like, yo, can you call, um, can you reach out to Eric and Rod? Um, because I'm, I'm thinking that, you know, there might be a problem on that side. Mm. So um, I called Eric. And I'm like, yo, um, 
Van was saying that y'all don't want to do the battle drum because basically they was offering us $50,000 mm. and then whatever happened made them up it. Now mm. they was offering $75,000 a piece. Mm. And you know, back then, That's you back know, then. like but the most money then. we made on stage. Right now. I feel you. No, 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 back <laughs> then. The most money we made on stage was probably like 15 grand. So mm. 75,000, you know, you know, so I'm excited about the dough more right. than I am about, you know, battling rock, right. you know. And um, I called Eric. I'm like, yo, dude was saying that, you know, somebody, you know, and I remember Eric, you know, oh, now nah, we going to bust your ass, gang. We're going to bust your ass, gang. <laughs> oh, now nah, that's, that's a done deal. That's right, a done right, deal. Right, We're right. going to bust your ass. Don't even worry about that. <laughs> so um, I called, you know, Van back. I'm like, oh, yeah, I just talked to Eric. He said, you know, then the next day Van called me again and he was like, um, yo, I don't think it's a problem with Eric. I think it's something with Ra. Mm. Um, can you call him? I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't know, dude. You mm. know? You know, cause I mean, I didn't really, you know, right, I'm right, like, you right. know, well, I don't know, dude. I'm, and you're not, a, you're not the promoter, you're the artist. Nah, well, I mean, I and, guess he was trying to get somebody, to, you know, like, to, you know, to, to make to it mediate, happen. to, right, to right. mediate right now, because because if they didn't have a me and Ra, LL wasn't going to do it, mm -hmm. so therefore it was really like no need to even, you know, Sparky D uh, and, and Rock. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> it, it, it basically became, you know, where they changed it and made it sisters of rap, mm -hmm. which is all female right. rappers, because um, you know, so, they couldn't so get it confirmed. Ra didn't want to do it. Well, you know, you'd have to get Rock Kim here right. to explain his side. Right, right. Because, I mean, ain't no telling. You know, I, I can't really speak for that brother. Right. But, I, I mean, as far as me, I wanted to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I remember the shift, man. Like, when, when, when Rod dropped, because he dropped a couple of years before you. Yeah. And, you know, it was, it, was, it was common knowledge that this cat right here is the hottest cat on the mic right now. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you came out. And you put your first album out. And I think I remember specifically I was in my crib. And when I heard the second album, I didn't even know about any of this because I'm such a pedestrian fan. But I remember when the light bulb switched and I was like, hold up. I think came I could take Rakim. Like, mm -hmm. you, you know what I'm saying? Like, because before that, you couldn't fuck with Rakim. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Which is kind of crazy, man. But, but I think, too, I mean, Rakim was kind of, he was such a, a, a watershed shift. In, in in just how rhyme patterns were being delivered, but then when you came and and I, I feel like solo artists just started coming much more hard. I mean, LL was hard too. LL was unquestionably hard. I mean, did the uh, see you, what you got to understand is this, man. Um, Rakim is like Joe Lewis. Mm. You know, he is like one of the greatest at what he does, right. you know, just like Joe Lewis was such a great fighter. I'm more like Muhammad Ali. Mm. I you knew you was going to say that, Kane. I knew you was going to say that. Muhammad Ali was a great boxer. Mm -hmm. He knew how to go up against opponents you know joe lewis was a great fighter he just come with the force mm. and you know fight till he knock you out and that's an interesting analogy because on top of muhammad ali being what you said he was also a great showman you know what i'm saying he knew how to give the crowd what they wanted mm -hmm. and sure. when you when you look at rakim and when you look at yourself you definitely gave the crowd what they wanted, man. Yeah. You know, let's talk about something a little bit more current, man. Like, like, wh wh what are your thoughts on this whole Mr. C thing, man? Um, I mean, 
It's crazy, man. I mean, the whole thing is just it's 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 real bizarre. I mean, you know, um, but you know, I feel like this, man. When Mr. C comes to DJ a party, he tears it down. Tears it down. When he's on the radio, he tears it down. Right. And to me, you know, that's that should be all that, you know, really matters. I mean, if you love the way he rock a party, you love the way he rock on, you know, High 97, then, you know, whatever he do in his personal life shouldn't even matter. Right. You know, because, I mean, with you, my brother, you know, probably nothing gay, but I'm pretty sure you do a lot of weird ass shit in your personal life. Of course, of course. You know? Of course. So, I mean, you know. No, but did you did you get a chance to speak to 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 see? Did you did you uh, talk to him about this? New it's thing? not you know, Kane. It's not even doing weird stuff, but I feel like it's doing things that just compromise his family. Where I mean, like like get get out the street. See, get out of the street. You know, get 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 with a network, get with a support system. But I mean, get out of the street. I think he will. I mean, it, I mean, you know, I can't really speak for the brother because we didn't go into detail right. about the situation like that. But I mean, just from hearing um, uh, what occurred, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, you know, and that's all I'm doing is assuming right. that it was the type of thing where, you know, befriending someone like that would have probably came to the forefront a lot faster than trying to pick someone up. So I'm I'm assuming that that was his mind frame that that was you know I guess the safer way to do it mm-hmm. without getting caught. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now you know he's caught. It's out in the open. So I, you know hopefully from this point on he won't do that. Now right. he may may I think from this point on maybe he feel like he can just you know just holler at you know someone um that type you know Whatever. person you know and, and right. do what he got to do. Did you hear him on the radio the other day, man? How'd you feel? About about the the, the, the next day? Yeah, the talk? next day. Yeah, how'd you feel about that, man? Um, because y- y'all y'all been through a lot. Like y'all, yeah. y'all y'all like y'all ran for years, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, I met Mr. C in high school. Mm. Battled him. Mm. <laughs> he was rapping. No, oh. he was. He oh, was, he was saying his rhymes from his crew members. Okay. Mm. And mm. then he told me afterwards. Then he told me about his crew, and I got down with his crew, the Magnum Force. Mm-hmm. But we were the only ones that were really seriously dedicated. It ended up being just the two of us. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, once I got the deal, see, we ready. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And we started rocking. But um, to be honest with you, uh, from 1984 till now, you know, me and Mr. C never really hung out. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, because we're two different types. You know, C don't drink. Right. I drink. Um, you know, I, 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 we just two different dudes. Right. See, like you a know. different type of girl than you. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, we just two different. You know, we just two different type of cats, right. and we never like like even when I got down with the Magnum Force, mm-hmm. the first thing I did was start hanging with the two dudes that like to drink OE. Mm-hmm. You know, in the crew, and we became cool. Mm-hmm. Um, like like me and C never really hung hung. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so it was a professional. It was like a professional, a professional relationship, right. but it was the greatest relationship because he knew me like a book. Mm. Like he knew the way I write. 
you know, so he knew when to drop the beat so they could hear a punchline, mm-hmm. even if it was a rhyme that he never heard before. Mm-hmm. He just knew the way. He knew my hand movement. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm getting ready to do a different style, for, I guess for some reason I, I move my hand with the way I'm flowing, and he'd be watching my hand cutting the same way. Like like he knew me he like knew, a book. Right, right. You know, I mean, the greatest Mr. C story I can ever tell is we're doing a show, Juice Crew at the Apollo. Mm-hmm. We're, and we're performing on the bug chip. Mm-hmm. Performing on the bug mm-hmm. chip. And one of his turntables broke. And he rocked the whole joint on one turntable. Just did that, 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 did, did, did you know? Did you know that? No, I didn't know till afterwards. That's crazy. Yeah, that's on one crazy. turntable. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's like he's one of the greatest DJs I've ever seen. You know, what I'm saying it's such a you know professional at what he does. You know, and I hope that he's it's able you know, that he can stay that way mm-hmm. and pe- not be judged. You know, because that's his personal life. Yeah. You know, and and I think at this point, man, cats really want see want to see C win. You know, what I'm saying I, I wasn't too into having him curse. On, I mean, uh, confess on the on the air because that's really nobody's business. But I think in the long run, most of us recognize him for the for the for the greatness. I I be honest with you, whenever C is under duress, that motherfucker spins the best. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like when C comes home from Bell. That yo, that show, that next show, <laughs> fire. <laughs> yo, have you ever like been around him like right before he got on the turntables and when he got on? No, nah, I, I always see him on the table. Yo, man, um, who was it? Um, oh man, was it enough or I don't know what? Who was it? I forgot who was who called me in the room one day. And was like, yo, what's wrong with your man? Right. And they told me a story that I've seen him do numerous times. He's done it to me a lot. Where he'll be sitting there with you, chilling, right. having a conversation, laughing, joking. And then he gets on the turntables. And then you tap him. What, man? What the fuck you want to do? You see I'm working. He snaps. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. serious. Yeah. yeah. Now, 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 were you, a, were you a, a taskmaster with your crew, man? Because you look so professional, man, when you was on stage. Like, was you finding cats? Like, say, Absolutely. like, you were finding cats. $50. $50 mm. for what now? That James Brown shit. I mean, miss a dance step. Mm. For, you know, forget your bellies. Any, any, any yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Who'd you have the most problems with, man? Scrap. Scrap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> scrap. Scrap. Yeah, he, he just just wasn't getting it together, man. I mean, you know, Scrap was the youngest, man. Right. You know, Scrap was the youngest. So I mean, you know, being a baby, the bunch, you know, you you know, you're a little wilder. You haven't really, you know, settled in yet. You mm. know. Now you know you 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 cross a lot of like formative areas in, in hip hop, man. And one of the formative areas you crossing was like being down with Rush during the early days, man. Rush management, Rush management. You know, being with a, a young Russell, a, a young Leor. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? How was those days, man? Incredible, man. I mm-hmm. mean, like, the tours. I mean, because they had such a big roster. Mm-hmm. They had the only roster. They had the only roster. Show you right. How, 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 many dates, how many dates you could do back to back to back? I mean, you know, you might go out on a 25-city tour. In what, 30 home. days? Um, well, I, yeah, we were doing, like, um... Uh, like four dates a week, something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you come home, and then two months later, you're going back out again with a whole new package. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now, you know, I, we, I, Just Blaze is about to call in, but one story I heard was um, that you had a really interesting relationship with Slick Rick, man. Like you guys had, you guys were really cool, but you guys kind of had beef too. Is is that is that true? Yeah, we had a little problem. Well, what, like what, man? Um. He said something. Because um, you guys used to run tight, right? Yeah. Um, 
I mean, I wish I could really get in depth right. of you know with that relationship, you know, um, you know, um, before Great Adventures dropped. But yeah, we were, we were real close. And um, I guess after it dropped, he said something in the magazine that I didn't like. What did he say? Um, I believe they asked him, like he was talking about rappers, you know, that he felt he was better than. They asked him about me, and he said, Kane is cool, but if he got in my way, I'd crush him too. Mm. You know? And this is your this is your man at the time. Yeah. So, so what happened, man? Um, well, um, what happened was we were starting a tour. Mm-hmm. And um, they asked me, you know, to be a part of it. And I was like, well, what's Rick getting? Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, well, I need this much more, and mm-hmm. I got to go on after him. Mm-hmm. You know, so instead of replying, I just chose so was, to, was, like, was, mess was, with was, his ego. Yeah, this was payback. Yeah. I just chose to just mess with his ego. Mm. And, uh, you know, it, 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 it worked to where, you know, um, they wanted to, you know, renegotiate everything and work it out where we could flip flop order. Mm-hmm. Like one night I go after him, next night he go after me. Right. You know. And one of these nights, um, something went wrong where I came late, which wasn't my fault, it was LL's tour manager's fault, mm-hmm. timing wise. And, you know, we, you know, we ended up having an altercation mm. you know, on backstage. Hands? Hands. And feet? I, I heard hands. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I mean it started off as hands. Right. You know, and, and then and then I heard you used to bust your guns, uh, Ken. Ken, I heard you used to bust your guns, man. 20, 22 Derringer. Nah, 20, not no 22. Derringer. Ken, I, I heard 22. them guns used to bust on the tour bus, man. No comment? Ken, why weren't you in the symphony video? <laughs> why wasn't I in the symphony video? Why weren't I was you in the symphony the, video. Why weren't you at the shoot that they had upstate? I was at the shoot. I just had to leave early. Oh, I had okay. to leave early. Okay. You know, we had a... Um, we had Ralph McGann's here one time. Ralph McGann's explained to us that um, you know, that it got ill. You know. Uncle Ralph kinda snitched on you, man. It was like you not know. snitch, not snitch. Just said it now got you're ill. Talking about history, man. It got ill and uh You, you had know, to lay a little low. You, you left the shoot prematurely. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Yo, uh is is just on the line? All right. Um, that's crazy, man. Yeah, now Kane definitely busts his guns into that. Yo, Kane, did you have a temper, man? A temper? Yeah. Yeah, I could say that. Because that was the rumor. It was like, you don't fuck with Kane. Kane is a cool motherfucker, but if you if you get him the wrong way, he well, might I mean, smack you person that try or to bust his gun on the tour bus. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know, shooting a gun, you mean, that's 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 um that's a crime. Yes, man. of course, that's, of course. Um, mm-hmm. you know, Allegedly, allegedly, uh, allegedly, allegedly. Like I gun. never saw it happen. <laughs> people say it happened. I never saw it. I can't confirm, but people did say though. Um. Yeah. So. 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 Justice calling in. Yeah. He said. Uh, he's on the elevator. All right. Cool. Another video I want to talk about, man, because you you kind of caught some flack behind this, man. Mm-hmm. Um. Don't curse. Don't curse. Video. What's the flack? The flag you had you had on the um about the clothing yeah the the bull yo. you had the bullfighter kind of blouse type thing with the yo, scarf yeah. and you had a cast man, on too the, man well, I broke my arm oh you broke your arm yeah. okay yeah yeah uh, yeah man one of Chub Rock boys said that y'all was crying he said yo man using the don't curse video with a bullfighter suit on. <laughs> <laughs> it was silk though the shit was silk right yeah raw silk raw yeah. silk now yeah. now what's going on with that man internet if you got to see this video with Kane. And the shirt and the scarf. Yeah, the matching scarf. Yeah, matching scarf. That's some ballsy shit, B. 
That's me, though. That's you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what's what's going on through your mind? You, you, you. I'm gone. I'm gone. Mm. I mean, I'll keep it 100. I'm right. gone. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So, so the the rapper shit really didn't pertain to you. Like the way cats dress, you was above that. Well, you see, I mean, that was always, you know, my thing. You know, it, it's about you know certain statements. You know, like certain places you want to um, arrive fashionably late. Mm. Certain places you want to be seen with the right person. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, lots of times, you know, it's, it's like if I'm in a battle, I'm thinking like an MC. Mm-hmm. You know, but if I'm entertaining, I'm thinking like an artist. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm on stage, I'm thinking like a performer. Right. So you know, in certain situations, yeah. So in a video like that, you know, I already knew what it was going to be. So I, yeah, okay, yeah, this, yeah, this is definitely you. Want you wanted out. to stand mm-hmm. out? It, exactly. it stood out, man. Yeah. Justice on the line, yo, Just Blaze, what's up? <laughs> Just Blaze ringtone, ringtone. Hello. Internet. This is real right now. Yeah, how do you don't have somebody answer on the first ring, man? It's, 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 if this was a porn online, I'd have hung up already, man. <laughs> Kane, I, I read somewhere also, man, that that you used, sorry. used to tour with um, with Patty LaBelle, yeah. and you not- you you caught like a lot of how she like used to do the costume changes in the whole nine, and right. you were operating on a different. Talk about that, man. Well, um, when I was on the road with Patty, I saw how like in the middle of the show. You know, she would leave and the background singers would finish the song off and doing their thing. And she'd bounce, go in right. the back, change clothes and come back with a new outfit. I'm like, oh, that's crazy. I want to do that in hip hop. Mm. So, um, you know, I was trying to figure out a way. And at the time, you know, I was in the studio working with um, Jay-Z and Positive K. Mm. So that's how I did it. Like I would come and do half the show and then I would introduce Jay-Z and Positive K, bring them out. And let them, you know, rap on stage, and I go in the back and change clothes. And when they got through, I come back out with a different outfit on. So mm. you're really trying change to change clothes. You're really trying to push the art to the next level, man. Because because most rappers really not thinking about that. They're not thinking about dancing. They're not thinking about singing. They're not thinking about, you know, changing costumes. They just think about coming out and and holding the mic. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, that's the way you know my mind um, operate. You know, I, I I want you know the stage show to be, you know, spectacular. Right. So it's like, I, I feel like, you know, you sit and study your predecessors, you know what I'm saying? And especially when it's someone from a different genre, mm-hmm. because that means that, you know, it hasn't been done in right. hip hop right. yet, mm-hmm. you know, most of the time, you know? Right. And I mean, when you really think about it, like when I, when I talk with Melly Mel and them, that's what they always told me. But there was no one before them. Right. So they learned from R&B cats. Right. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So I mean, yeah, they you know, definitely got their outfits from Earth, Wind, and Fire, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> definitely. Wow, but nah, nah. I think they were. I think they were more like some Rick James stuff. Rick James, yeah, Rick James, Funkadelic. Yeah, yeah, yeah true, yeah. true. Hold on, let's see if Justice on this time, man. Yo, cheat code. Yo, what's going on, man? We sitting in your studio with Big Daddy Kane, man. Let it roll, get bold. I just can't hold back the folks. I'm the man with soul and control and effects. So what the heck? Yo, that whole, new, new, career, my whole rap career is based off of that opening line. The first time I ever wrote, I think I was in eighth grade, and he had uh, set it off. So mine was called Doing Damage. It was a, it was a total ripoff. Uh. Um, hold up. 
It was a do and damage. Try to manage the body slam you. Rock the microphone and all of you who try to oppose me to J. Bush T will go down in history. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a little canish. That's canish right there. What's up, Just? You on vacation right now, huh? Yeah, you know, me and the whole family's down here, um, Daytona Beach. We um it's the yearly family reunion. We usually do it in Vegas, but we got some family down here in Florida, so we down here with the family down here. Right. But yeah, I, I know you heard Kane was going to be in the studio. We had to break some time, right? You know, I, I had to at least just call in and say thank you for making Ain't No Half-Stepping. Mm-hmm. It's my, uh, that, like, in my top three rap records of all time. And um, definitely a huge, 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 you know, he along with Marley, uh, definitely huge influences on everything that has become the Just Blaze debacle. So I appreciate that. Thank you much. Thank you so much, big homie. It's, it's all love. And, uh, and my, actually, my, my mother's going to bug out because she actually, um, her and my cousin took me to buy, my cousin took me to buy the, uh, the uh, what was it? What was the first single? I'll get into it with uh, Just Rhyming with Biz on the other side. And then my mom's and her best friend Jackie took me to Sam to, uh, well, not Sam Ash, Sam Goody, mm. to buy the uh, Long Live the Cane album. And they both looked at the album cover and they said, why all the girls got to be light-skinned? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> two of the girls are dark-skinned on the cover. I think there was one dark-skinned no, on the cover. No, it's two. There's one light-skinned skin. and two, two dark-skinned. Mm. Yeah. But, and, um, I mean, so I, I was just like, I don't even know what that means. I just want to go play Ain't No Half-Stepping. Mm. <laughs> so if y'all, me, if y'all will let me get to this record player, I appreciate it. Um, but l- let me let me just ask you, I'm not going to stay too long because I know y'all in big conversation and I got family over here. Um, do you remember where you were the day you wrote Set It Off? Nah, honestly, I, 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 I don't even have a clue. I don't even remember. Mm. Yeah. But I, about, I know that with Set It Off, graphic? with Set It Off, though, what, what about, it was all about was I was trying to do James Brown's Sex Machine. Mm. I wanted a song to start it off, like, you know, before the beat drop. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, now just... Like, had, like the off. Yeah. You had another question about um, the record, how you get a record deal. Right. Oh, let me, this is, I know, you know, obviously you worked a lot with Jay in the earlier days. And I know you actually come from the era of writing for other MCs. You guys probably have already talked about that. Did Jay have any part in writing how you get a record deal? No. It's just interesting. Like, I was listening to, actually, I wasn't even listening to it, but when I got the email that you would confirm, you know, I started thinking about the lyrics, you know, you know, I got to Bush like a presidential campaign. I'm thinking about all the lines, and I'm thinking about that era, and then I was thinking about show and prove. I noticed the similarities in the rhyme flow, so it just it, it, it kind of just hit me for a minute. Like, did the influence run run rub one way or did it rub the other? Do you think that was maybe the way Jay was rhyming at that time was a rub off of how you was writing at that time? Um. Well, when I was when I started doing um like that real fast rap and stuff, right? Like that stuff that I learned from Jay. Mm. That mm-hmm. you Got know. You. Because um, Jay and Jazz O was already doing that. The originators. Know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, um, you know, when I was, you know, I would, you know, when I would write rhymes like that, it was because, you know, I had heard Jay do that, you know, real fast rap and stuff. Gotcha. I knew there just had to be some kind of cor- cor- correlation there. Like, just thinking about some of the lines, like, uh, just the, or the delivery. That's the lines per se. Cause the lines I mean, none of that is on how work. you get a record deal, but, but, though. 
but the delivery. Actually, well, I, actually, I know that whole song front to back. There's a part when you do that, but you do that fast rap, and it, and it does sound. It, it, it is on a how you get a record too. Yeah. Oh, it, it, oh okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. I mean that fast rap and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that stuff I learned from that real that real fast rap. Yeah, I learned that from Jay. Right. You know. It was the reference uh, day. Something. Something. I tell him about Jennifer Holiday. No. 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 No way. It was that particular part. I was thinking about that today. Like, I tell him it's happy today. Da 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 you know, um, you know, like I, at that point in time, I had Jay in the studio trying to uh, record songs on him, and we were working together. Right. And you know, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Now, were, were you, you were you were you were you were you planning to sign him at some point? Well, I was trying to get him signed. Mm. You know, I was trying to get gotcha. him signed, and it's it's, well, it's that's interesting. That's interesting because the, the way today is, well, I, the, from all the stories that I hear from all the pioneers back then, it was. I'm trying to get my man signed to such and such. Whereas now it's, I'm trying to sign my man to me. Mm-hmm. You weren't thinking about having own label, your own label, Kane? Nah, nah. At right. that point, yeah, it's interesting how the mentality has changed over the years. You know, progress, Just Shit changes, man. But no, I, yeah, I'm not mad at it. I'm just saying it's, it's, just, it's just interesting. It used to be, the story you used to go here was, oh, I know Molly, so I'm going to have Molly do this. And put you on. I know Red, so I'm gonna have Red do this and put you on. Now it's sign this to me, and I'm gonna put you on. Which, which yep. I'm not complaining about. Yep. That's that's part of how I got to where I got to. Yeah, you know, but it's just interesting to see that shift. That's crazy. When when you became official Juice Crew, did did other crews want you to come and sit in, uh, possibly to collaborate, but <laughs> but to come sit in and, and listen to their artists and and maybe. Give some punch up, some pointers, some, yeah. and and I mean, did you feel? I mean, did you, did the Juice Crew feel a kind of way if you going going outside of them to to? Well, I mean, um, nobody from the Juice Crew really knew. I mean, you know, like cats come to me and ask me, you know, like, yo man, I want you to check, yo, um, can you help me? You know, I would, you know, just come, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. cats in the Juice Crew didn't even know what was going on. Mm-hmm. Kay, who else was you writing for, man? Not writing for, but punching up. Yeah, who, who else was you punching up, man? Um, I did stuff for um, uh, I did something for Curtis Blow, um, Rick James. Was answer that one of them? <laughs> nah, um, nah, I didn't. I only, I only, I only asked because of the um, there's a promo. Uh, yeah, I don't I think it was actually about. officially released. Yeah, but me being the the fiend that I am, a uh, raw attitude. Yeah, raw attitude. I think you talking about yeah. Nah, um, I didn't write that. I don't. I don't think I wrote that. For, no, I didn't write that for. And and you never wrote yeah, for L. Seemed, you ever wrote for LL? It just seemed nah. like it. Uh-uh. Oh, yo, Just. Yeah! <laughs> yo, yo, Just. You, you know that? Uh, well, somebody said I wrote for L. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I'm going on with this with this theory that I mean, people came to collaborate with L to to keep him current, current to to, to just help him because again, yo. He's he went to such a height and got put in such a bubble that he's not around people anymore. He's not around uh, people to to keep his sound fresh. He's touring. He's in this bubble. He's, he's doing a, videos. He's a megastar. No, he's happens, isolated. He's happens. isolated. So you need somebody to come and help punch your shit up. That it, it's just. I mean that 
you know. Nah, I, yeah, no, nah, I mean, I remember like in the late nineties, just you know, going back around the way, you know, um, getting in ciphers, you know, with dudes, you know, um, um, around my man Karan way, you know, just go getting the ciphers with dudes over there, you know, the young cats, you right. know, just to you know stay current. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yo, yo, just man, uh, Kane dropped the bombshell. I don't know if you knew this, man, but he, you know, he produced most of his first album on his own. I, no, I, I believe that. Yeah. You know, like the stories that I've heard over the years from a lot of the Juice Crew members was we had the samples and the beats. Marley knew how to hook them up. You know, so, and, and I think back then the, def, the definition of production and DJing and engineering, a lot of that was still blurred. Right. But, you know, when, when you hear that story enough times, you're like, okay, obviously the artists do the beats they wanted to rap on, but they might not know how to work an SP or an MP or or Yeah, no, nah, we weren't engineers. Mm-hmm. No. Exactly. You know, and but the thing is, the reason why those lines get blurred even today is because in the hip-hop, a lot of times we look at the person who's actually hitting the pads as or, or, or hitting the keys as the producer, and they just might be the programmer or the engineer. You know what I mean? Like, I used to hear that story uh, in regards to Master Ace's first album, and they were like, yo, uh, Polo from from G-Rap and Polo brought a lot of those loops in, and Ace knew which ones he wanted to rap on, and Marley just hooked them up on the drum machine. And that's not taking anything away from Marley at all, but it just goes to show that, like, I feel like a lot of artists in that era Versus today, where you just go look for a beat and a hook to rap on, a lot of times the artists were digging alongside the DJs and the producers, or every artist had a DJ. Well, so see, the DJ would come to you and be like, I want to rap on this, I want to rap on that, we need to hook this up. Well, so you got to understand something, um, Just. Today, what y'all brothers do is y'all chop um, stuff. You know what I'm saying? You might take a right. horn hit, you know, and you chop it and play it a certain way. Back then, all we right. were really doing was looping up. A, a sample like mm-hmm. just a, a, a four or eight bar loop that's all we were doing right so yeah if you brought that loop you you the one who produced it because that's all you did that's right. all you was really doing right, right it wasn't like we was adding right. kicks and snares and all that there and you know chopping pieces we didn't really wasn't really doing that mm-hmm. right no a lot of those records are just straight up loops or 808 here and there you know like like for example you know half stuff and you got the blind alley loop you got the UFO horns, mm. and you got the 808 under it with the uh, with the big waterbed horns. <laughs> big waterbed horns. The Monk Higgins horns. What's that? The Monk Higgins horns. The brand and brand oh, yeah. and the UFO <laughs> siren. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yo, you know what's funny? I never knew that was Monk Higgins. Yeah. Wow, I learned. So I'm still. I see. I'm still learning. You know, but that's why I, I, I value. And I appreciate the fact that I can have conversations with all of the young kids today, the the, the, the people from my era and the people from the eras that came before me, because I feel like the more you learn about your history and the more you learn about what's happening now, you can always maintain being current or being relevant in one way or another. Word, 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 word. Just man, go on, go on, go on, put your thong sandals back on, man. We ain't, we ain't gonna hold your ears hostage, right? Yeah, keep right on here brushing them waves, uh, unless you unless you got some specific questions, man. Nah, you know, you know what? I, 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 the problem is, is 
I'm I'm dancing around because otherwise I, we would be here until tomorrow morning. Right. And my family would be looking at me like, "What are you doing?" Man, Bro, go on with your right family, now. man. Go on with your family, man. You workaholic, man. Get out of here. I, I'm going to. But thank y'all for uh, allowing me to call in. Combat Jackson, Just Blade, Daddy Kane. Love y'all. We, we in your studio, Just. We in your studio. We in G. your house, I'm man. You in my studio. I'm tripping. There you go. Shout to Stadium Red. <laughs> Mike Cuz, what up? And I'll see y'all later on. Yes, sir, man. Peace. Cheat code. Yo, internet, you're tuning into the Combat Jack Joe. Let's go to a music break. Hey, yo, yo, hold up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah, Chico. Chico. What's up with the bear? What's up with the bear? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That new polo bear is out. That new polo bear is out. Internets. Y'all know. Y'all know where to go. Just, you know where to go. What are you talking about, Just? They're mailing them to you, Just. They're mailing you too. I'm going to change my vacation to come back home tomorrow. Just to get They're mailing you too, to Just Blaze. We're trying to go to a break. Stop being a hype beast, Just. <laughs> your internet. F your radio. You tuned into the Combat Jack Show, the CombatJackShow.com. Let's go to a music break. Internet. Make sure you head on over to our iTunes page. Subscribe, rate, download. Check out all our episodes over there on our iTunes page. But most importantly, we need your support. Because with your support of liking us, rating us, subscribing, and leaving comments, we can hit the featured page on iTunes, and then we will be official super fucky bergs. So make sure you fuck with us, Internet. Internet, you tune into the Combat Jack Show, the CombatJackShow.com. Got Big Daddy Kane in here, man, just giving us so much history, man. Kane, man, the world the Kane. has changed so much, man. You know, it's changed so much, man. Where would your life be, man, if you had the Internet back then, man, and Instagram and Twitter? <laughs> Would you be still be in the game? Would you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you know, um, back then, <laughs> I mean, it would have been interesting. Right. I would, it's something I would have loved to see, you know. I mean, to be honest with you, um, I, I don't really worry about any of that. Um, I would, I think I'd rather have seen the way hip hop fans' mind frame is today, mm -hmm. you know, how open they are to new things today. I would have rather. That been the case back then, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Has had, had that affected you back in the day in terms of like cats being closed minded or? Yeah, oh, absolutely. You know, um, the bullfighter shirt. <laughs> 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 um, man, brother, I don't, I don't, I don't rock a whole lot worse than that, man. Nah, I know. I said, we, we, yeah. we, we've seen it. You now, know Google me in the Patty Labelle video. Mm. That was. That was probably mm. one. Now, Kane, man, you, 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 you <laughs> I know I've seen it. I know you're expressing your, your your creative freedom and mm -hmm. you your forward thinking, man. But do you look back and be like, D did I really rock that shit? On some stuff, yeah. yeah. On mm -hmm. some stuff, yeah. Some stuff I knew I was dead wrong. Right. Even when you had this shit on. Yeah. On, on, on some stuff. Like, yeah. what's the most dead wrong shit you had on, man? The most dead wrong shit. I, um, a a purple sheer suit. Mm. Sheer, straight up sheer, see through. See How many through. pieces? How many pieces? <laughs> pants and a shirt. Okay, okay, sheer okay. Shirt and okay. sheer pants. Where were you okay. getting this shit from, B? Getting it made, oh, tailor yeah. made. And you spending money on this? Yeah, good money. Well, I mean, you know, I, I, you know, cool tailors. It wasn't right. all that expensive, nah. Yeah, you know, but but where, I mean, you were finding the material. You go to the tailor shop, see whatever they had that just was like, all right, this is ill. No, no one's ever. Like they would have like material. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, make me. Yeah. See, give he, me the shit. He was shit. ahead of. First of all, you were ahead of your time as far as that that bad boy shiny suit era. Yes. You know, <laughs> you you was sheer suit. That's even that's see through. That's you saw yeah. through the shiny suit era. <laughs> <laughs> like you saw through them into the, into the future. Yeah. You know, you know, Kane, man, musically, man, like you know. Coming up in the, in the hood and and hearing your music and and how inspiring you were, you know, you, you the third album, 
is when you took it to a whole different level. Like you went in a different direction in terms of like really bringing the R&B in, bringing like more, communicating more with the ladies. Um, and as a fan back then, it was like, I, I, I couldn't fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? Right. It, 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 was, it, was, it was so vast a departure from what we expected from you, man. Like what propelled you to go so to the next level, man? Well, I mean, by that point in time, man, I had done, you know, work with um, the likes of Patti LaBelle, mm. uh, Quincy Jones, mm. you know. It's right back on the block, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. You know, so I had done sort of like such a bigger picture with music that I was really trying to introduce to a hip to the hip hop community, right. mm -hmm. you know, like such a bigger picture. And, um. You get a chance, man. Um, you know, just uh, take a look at Taste of Chocolate, and you'll mm -hmm. see that um, there's more street songs on there than there are musical songs. Right. You know, there's just a you know a, a few musical joints on there, but there's actually way more street songs than there are musical. But at the same time, I was trying to venture out and try different things. You know, like which is great on because a bigger scale. Right, right. Um, uh, you know, something, you know, different feels, you know, um, you know, and, you know, that's where I was with it. You know, it, it's funny because in 2013, someone like a Drake could really capitalize on that, you know, but Drake came in the game like that. And, 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 and in a sense, you kind of open up that lane. Um, we're thinking we were talking before about how you were probably so ahead of the game that you, your mind was in 2013 back in the early 90s, man. I mean, it's possible. I always, I'm always thinking right. ahead. It's mm -hmm. like soon as I see something that seems new or innovative, I'm like, you know, hmm, how could I do that in a hip hop fashion? Right. You mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. But when you when you went in that direction, um, how did you feel when you realized it wasn't really resonating with the majority of your fans? Um, you know, honestly, it was something that I didn't really realize mm. until like um probably like 94 right. maybe because you know it's like as certain fans may have you know strayed away because they felt that this is not the cane I want to hear more fans was flocking to it mm -hmm. that did enjoy it right mm -hmm. you know new fans or new fans new fans right you know what I'm saying so I mean it's like I, I I wasn't I guess I wasn't really focused on what was going away, you know what I'm saying? So I mean, it wasn't until like maybe like '94 when I'm I'm starting to you know well, you know it's like everybody's like yo man you know people want you to you know okay well you know well let's do it right and and also the music was changing too like yeah, the, the music like was changing the music the West was getting, Coast like, West Coast gutter like the onyx like you know what I'm saying it was really changing like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Um, talk about Madonna everybody you know I know you've had this conversation. I've heard the other interviews, but you you didn't, you didn't beat man. Nah, man, nothing F happened. F between. Finger bang. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, of course I did that because yeah. I mean, you, that's in the pictures, right? Right. Mm -hmm. You know, but what, um, what it smell like? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what it smell like? Did it? Did, how long until you to wash your I mean, hair? What, what does that kind of success smell like? I mean, she does like Wembley Stadium. She does these these venues where it's a hundred thousand people. Like that shit has to drive somebody crazy getting that much energy from people. I mean, what did that... You know, <laughs> let me tell you, 
in all honesty, I have nothing but the utmost respect for Madonna. Of course. I mean, we didn't, you know, we didn't have no sex in the like. It was just a photo shoot. Mm-hmm. And I mean, what really happened was Warner Brothers sent me Madonna and Color Me Bad on a promo tour, going to hospitals, visit, visiting kids, um, like I think in intensive care stuff like that. And the hospitals were really like uh, predominantly white hospitals that where the kids didn't really know who the hell I was. And Madonna's talking to them. Do you know this is Big Daddy Kane? You know, he's a great rapper. Here, say ain't no. And I'm sitting there like, oh, Madonna know my shit. Mm, this is Madonna. Mm-hmm. This material yeah. girl. I mean, she just showed mad love in the hospital to me. Where mm-hmm. I honestly, I I was a little uncomfortable because I'm like, I'm out of my element. Right. These kids don't really know who I am. Then afterwards, she told me about what she was doing. She said, I'm doing this book. You know, I would love to have you in it. I was like, I would be honored. She was like, well, it's going to mainly be nude photos. You know, I'm like, well, shit, even better. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we went down there to do it. And I mean, when I walked on the set, she came running um, up to me and jumped to me, butt ass naked, just gave me a hug. Kane, what's up? I'm so glad you're here. Let me tell you the funniest story. Boing. I was out inside the, <laughs> <Dude, great>. <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of the street, just like that, butt naked, like acting she was hitchhiking. And she said, traffic is going and nobody stopped. Can you believe that? Fucking Madonna, nobody stopped. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, this girl is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she's just so cool down to earth, man. I've always had the utmost respect for her. Man. Yo, how did that feel, man? You coming from Bed-Stuy. You coming from Bed-Stuy. You coming from like doing all these shows, Hole in the Wall, you know, Union Square, this and that. You know what I'm saying? And now you, you, you in a sex book with Madonna. Like, what's going on through your mind, B? I'm living my dream. You're man. living your dream. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm, yeah. But like, tell us about that photo shoot, man. Like, like, tell us like what's going on through your mind when you're doing it, man. Um, I mean, it, it was like you know, I never done nothing like that before, you know. Um, Instagram. Wait, no, wait, 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 everybody's doing it right think, now. I don't know. I, I may have because I may have did the Playgirl thing first, so maybe I did. I think you did the play. I don't mean. I think you did it after or no? Is it after? Okay, yeah. I don't know. But I mean, anyway. I Combat mean, got the Playgirl drink? No, nah, we'll Google it. <laughs> well, even with the Playgirl thing, it wasn't like that. You know right. what I'm saying? You know, where I'm, you know, with, with two chicks and whatnot, you know. Cause and I mean, it's, it's not just two chicks, though. I mean, you know, well, I mean, you know, Madonna and Naomi Campbell. Naomi I mean, Campbell. You know, yeah. So, I mean, it, it, Before the it crazy. Was, <laughs> but I mean, it was, you know, it was bananas, man. You mm. know, did, you, did you beat somebody after that shoot, though? Ooh. You had to beat somebody Somebody after got it bad. You can't nah. take those pictures and be all up in there. You know what I'm saying? Your shit all pause hard, and then you're just going to walk off the set? Yeah, I mean, you know, it, you know, sometimes, you know, some, <laughs> sometimes leaving things to the imagination right. is good. Right, man. right. Of course. You know, a wise pimp. And I'm, I'm not trying to get all in your. A right. wise pimp once told me the best pussy you ever had is the pussy you, you never, never had. had. Woo. Mm-hmm. Woo. They should have some puff girls at that uh, photo shoot. Some fluffers? Yeah, some fluffers. Some yeah, fluffers? Yeah. I mean, something. Something mm. for King. What did that do for your career, man? What? That book, man, that work of Madonna, man. Um, I think that, you know, um, it probably hurt my career more back then mm-hmm. than helped. But in the long run, you know, it helped. Mm-hmm. Because years later, it has people talking about it today. Like now where people are more open-minded, I've gained fans that have heard of me through that book. Mm-hmm. Were you under fire back then? Were some people mad at you for doing that? Oh yeah, you know absolutely a whole right. heavy the whole probably eighty percent of the hip hop. I mean, I mean you know. everybody that wants to wear uh, uh, hoodies and fatigues is yeah. mad about that. <laughs> but Kane, right now, twenty thirteen, um, and a man, I, I saw you at uh, at Brooklyn Band Show at Prospect Park a couple years ago. Still fit, still doing splits. How many times a year do you go out and and give it 
give it to the people. All the time. Um, you know, I mean, we're always out, you know, you know, damn near every weekend, you know, mm-hmm. we're always out, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I, I'm 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 glad that, you know, you know, myself and a lot of others are blessed to still be doing their thing and, you know, the crowd wanna come and check us, you know, myself, MC Light, Dougie Fresh, mm. Slick Rick, Houdini, mm. um, Chub Rock, you know, we're always out together. Rock mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. You know. I remember the first show I've seen you do, um, like after like the Kane Mania, was I think it was in '05. It was at the, the then the Nokia uh, Theater, and you opened up for Doom. Right. And I was like, first of all, it's like, in my mind, I was like, damn, Kane is opening up for Doom, right? Regardless. So I'm watching the show, and nobody has seen you perform in a while, mm-hmm. and you killed it. Like you killed it to the point that where there was this white kid in back of me, and he was like, "Oh shit, I gotta go home and Google Kane." Like he didn't know your shit, B. Was that what turned the corner in terms of where you are right now? Like that performance? Because I nah, remember, I remember the next day. It was day, the hip hop honors. Okay, because I remember the next day. Yeah, you killed that too. But that kind of led to the hip hop honors, didn't it? Or was yeah. that already? Yeah. No, no, no. Hip hop. I think hip hop honors. I believe was before before that. Was it? Hip hop honors before? Hip hop. I feel like hip hop honors was after that. It was after? It was after? Yeah, that. yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Hip hop. But now hip hop honors is the thing that really changed. Mm. Yeah. I, I mean, what kind of respect do you have for, for Black Thought? Who? I mean, it's could, crazy how you can sound just like me. Crazy. That's bananas. Crazy how like, he would study you in, in. In. Like I had the time of my life there. I mean, I, I, <laughs> that was my first time ever seeing the Furious perform. Mm. So you know, I was ecstatic over that. You first know? time. First time ever. Out of all these years. Out of all these years. I've seen Cold Crush, you know, Fantastic Others, but I never saw the Furious Five perform. That was my first time ever. Mm. So that just, I was like, wow. And then sharing it with LL and Salt and Pepper, mm. you know, and then being part of, you know, um, the Biggie legacy, I mean, I thought it was great. Um, and then, like, to have, like, Thought coming out on stage sounding exactly like me. Mm. Like, you know, like, <laughs> you know, this is scary, you know, and common. For him not just to do the song, but to get down at the end and start break dancing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, I think T.I. was probably my favorite moment. Mm. You know, because you know how when like you see a country singer redo an R&B song or R&B artist redo a country song, you know, like putting a different twist to it. It was I thought it was just amazing to hear a Dirty South version of Smooth Operator, you know. Excuse me. Take a few minutes to mail it out. Yeah, where he was sounding. You know, I, was, I was sitting there like, you know, like, wow. I, that was just that was just mind blowing. Like, you know, just imagine that in hip hop, like, um, Dirty South artists redoing like New York rappers stuff. You know, with that accent. Like, I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Like, mm. this is like, you know, that type of thing. Mm. You know, mm. earlier before we went to a break, man, you were talking about how you were shopping Jay Z as an artist, man. What did you see in Jay back when nobody was fucking with him? Because nobody was fucking Here's with Jay. Here's the thing. Let me tell you. Um. Jazzo, yeah, Jazzo, was more popular than me in mm-hmm. Brooklyn, mm-hmm. um, before we had deals, mm-hmm. and I couldn't have that. I've always wanted to battle jazz. So when the Shirt Kings told who, who, me, who would have won though? Because because Jazzo was kind of crazy, <laughs> b. Yeah, he didn't he didn't have the stage um, he didn't have the stage shit. But who, I'm um, asking you, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um but like Brooklyn. what happened was um, f- uh, Fresh Gordon. They had the Gordy's Groove record. Mm-hmm. He wanted me to do a mix, because he was working with jazz. Right. He wanted me to do a mixtape with jazz. So Shirt Kings asked me to do it. And I was like, you know, well, if it can be a battle. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, finally, I get to battle jazz. So I go there, and then, you know, Gordy tells me, nah, it's not no battle. We just want y'all to do a tape together. 
we there, so it's like, all right, okay, all right, cool. all right, all right. And Jazz was cool. He was mad right. cool, you know. Right. We, we kicking, so we like, cool. And then Jazz was like, yo, you mind if my man rhyme on it? Mm. And I'm like, all right. And then we all, you know, we did it, you know. Then afterwards, um, on the ride back home, when the Shirt King dudes was like, yo, um, all right, well, Jazz ain't with EMI no more. You know, we trying to, um, you know, you know, get him a new deal. You think you could? And I'm like, you know, to be honest with you, I kind of like the skinny, light skinned nigga better. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, can you plug me with him? Mm-hmm. And then that's how me and Jay got cool, and we started, you know, rocking. You know, coming, and it was like Jay could spit, and like I was like basically trying to show him how to put, um, uh, like the lyrics in a song right. format, song crafting. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then also watching, you know, with his punchlines, you know, stuff like with punchlines, we're like, you know, like, yo, um, so the people, you know, like the setup for it, right. you know, stuff like to that. To get that impact. Yeah. You know, trying to, you know, show him stuff like that. And I mean, it was like, I felt like we was there mm-hmm. and I thought that we did some great songs. Mm. And, um, how, know, how long were you working with him, man? Um, I don't know, maybe a year or two. Mm. I don't know. But um, you know, it, it it was like you know we we took these songs to people, um, uh, Benny Medina, mm. um, Leo Cohen, you know, I, people that you know was I took it to abroad. I was beaten, and she still wouldn't sign. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she had, she could sign. Huh? She, she was signing, and she wasn't signing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and well, yeah. I mean, yeah. nobody nobody was fucking with him, man. Yeah. Nobody was fucking with him. Yeah. But what did you see in him that nobody else saw? I thought that he was super lyrical, mm-hmm. and I thought that he was. Very sarcastic. The like, most. That's he what was made the most sarcastic. That's what made me. That's what made me. Um. <laughs> that's what made me. Um. You know, gravitate to him because. Um. With Grandmaster Kaz, that's what made him my favorite MC. His sarcasm. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Are you so? You're not surprised in terms of where he is. Why are you laughing, man? What's what's? Huh? What, what are you thinking about, man? Cause nah, cause I was about to say something fucked up, but I'm never mind. Okay, <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Are you surprised at how far he's gone, man? Jay. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. I always thought that Jay was an incredible MC, mm-hmm. and I thought that you know he could make some great records, mm-hmm. you know. But um, you know, I never saw his career going as big as it did. But I'm like so, so happy for the brother. Right. You know, I mean, I truly believe that he deserves it, and I'm very, very happy for him. But right. you guys talked. Um, we spoke at on um, the Barclays Center mm-hmm. when I, I got I, I rocked on stage. For How was that, man? How was it coming back to the Barclays, man? Um, you know that show was crazy because you got to understand. Um, all those first rows were basically all the rich cats. Mm-hmm. So we up there doing what we do, and. You know, they just really just sitting there, you know, on some, you know, cool, laid back, you know, rich people shit, you know. So it wasn't really till like afterwards that I found out that we rocked. Mm -hmm. Because it didn't really look like it from on stage, (laughs) you know. And then like I'm hearing like, yo, you killed it. Like Dave Chappelle was the first one to come in the um, the back. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know, oh my God, yo, you killed it, man. Yo, if I ever, no, he said, if for some strange ass reason they ever give me a TV show again, I got to have your ass there. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you do a great Chappelle (laughs) invitation, man. You know, but I mean, it was like, you know, then like I saw all the tweets and stuff and, you know, everybody's like, yo, man, you body. Like everybody's like, because like from where I was, I mean, from what I could see, mm-hmm. they wasn't rocking like that. Nah, right, right, right. Right, because you couldn't see up top. The pe- it's always the people up top anyway. That's the lavas. Yeah. How you feel about New Brooklyn, man? <sighs> wow. I mean, 
I mean, honestly, I mean, you know, it, 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 you know, it ain't my thing. And I mean, I don't mean that, you know, in a disrespectful way. It's just that, you know, I mean, I, I mean, Brooklyn history mm. to me is gone. Now I'm hearing that, you know, it's a rap, you know, for the slave. The slave yeah, theater on Fulton? Yeah. I'm hearing that that's about to be torn down and turned into condos. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like, mm. um... Uh, but what is there? I mean, Alby Square's going, the Duffield's going. It's like, you know, I can't, you know, I can't, you know, I, I couldn't, you know, take my kids and say, yo, right here at the Alby Square Mall, this is where I used to go down here that's and ground buy zero. jury that's ground from, zero from, from for Ali, you. go up here in Gibbs and get silk suits. I can't take them over there um, by Flatbush and say, see this way, Rogers? It got an entrance right here on Flatbush on, on Fulton. Got that my gold go cap there. at Alby Square. Huh? Got my gold cap at my, yeah. my gold you, front. You, you met Biz at Alby Square. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, all that's gone. You right. know, like the Regent. You know, I like, say, yo, I used to go in here and tuck my pants in my socks so mm -hmm. the rats wouldn't run up my pants leg. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> While we watching the movie. Right. You know, it's like the whole history, you know, that I grew up is gone. Mm -hmm. now, it's amazing, man, being a, a Brooklynite, man. It, it just hit me this week. Like, when, you know, when you was in college and the cats in town was the townies? And in a sense, you know, even though you wasn't trying to be an asshole, you kind of felt like you was better than the townies. It feels like now, like, like we're the townies. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? The cats coming in is like, yo, y'all just live here. We, you know what I'm saying? We do big shit here, but we, y'all just live here. You know what I'm saying? Which is, which is crazy, man. So, Kane, what's next for you, man? Um, well, um, like, uh, I have a band called Last Supper. We put a project out back in March and we're going back in the studio. Um, next month, independent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we did it on through um, in Grooves, Fontana. Um, we're going back in the studio again next month to um, you know, work on a new one. Um, you know, young musicians live here in New York, and basically combining that vintage '60s and '70s soul, like the Amy Winehouse mm -hmm. sound, Raphael's a deep type stuff, but combining it, you know, with hip hop. You know, like when I do it, you know, I'm like really doing it, like you know, like '80s, like like you know. Like Lonely of the Cane, it's a Big Daddy thing type of, you know, flows, mm. you know. What What are you listening to right now, man? Willie Hutch, David mm. Ruffin. Mm. It ain't changing. Mm. Yeah. It ain't changing. Mm. What do you think about the new... The Barry White of rap. What do you think about the new rappers right now, man? Like um, the cats that are out here. What do I think about the new rappers? Um, I mean, there's some I like, you know. I love Joel Ortiz, mm. um, uh, Corey Guns. Mm. Saigon, man, I love Saigon, man. All these guys are old, Kane. The new, we mean the new. <laughs> I mean, I mean like Kendrick saying Kendrick, people's names on a record. That was so, that was so crazy. Mm. I mm. love that. I love that. You couldn't do that back in the day. I mean, you could have. You could have, but, you know, but 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 I mean, nobody did it. I mean, I, I mean, I thought that was just incredible, mm. man. You know, I mean, to me, I looked at that as one of those defining moments, like. The Modi Busy B battle mm -hmm. when battle rap and change because mm. you remember prior to that it was like you get up and do your set they get up and do their set and then you pick who you think did a better set. Right. Mm -hmm. Modi decided, now nah, I'm just gonna go at dude, mm -hmm. and from that point on it became that thing where you just straight dissing a dude when you battling him. Mm. You know, I thought that was like a, a whole new defining moment, but unfortunately nobody he barked on wanted to respond. Mm -hmm. Uh. You got, you got a few responses, but it ain't... I'm it talking ain't, about from the people that he barked Right, on, right, right, right. You know, instead of, you know, taking to the studio, they took to the Twitter with right, it. Right, right, mm. right, right. You know, um, 
But I mean, you know, I thought that what he did was great, man. I I have nothing but respect for the young homie, and I wish him the best. You right. know, what I'm saying I would like that's type of stuff. I think hip hop needs. Right, right. What what pisses you off about the game right now? Nothing pisses me off about the game. I mean, you know, it is what it is. I mean, you know, I, I'm not mad because I'm eating. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't have no reason to be mad. Right. You know, um, I, 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 sometimes I, I'm, I get worried and may feel sad because there's a young generation of artists that may never really get to experience the fun, you know, or the true culture of it. You know, I wish these young cats could really see that. And, you know, just keep hip hop alive. You know, I mean, sometimes I'd be like, damn, I wish, you know, because it's like, you know, we sitting here talking, you know, um, 25 years, well, honestly, 26 years, 26 years, you know, because, right. um, you know, um, Raw came out in 87. Mm-hmm. So 26 years deep in my career, we sitting here talking, you know, where as opposed to a lot of artists, you know, their career is over in like two or three years. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and I would I wanted to be where, you know, these young cats can have a long career. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wish I wish them that stay power. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's so amazing. I didn't, I didn't mention it earlier. I think it's so amazing that you're only a year older than Jay, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy. Because you would think that as his kind of like mentor for a period that you were that much older than him, but he's only a year younger than you. That's crazy. Well, I mean, you know, it, it, it just took a longer, it took longer for dude to yes. get on. Right. You know, I mean, I started rapping in like '82 and didn't get a deal till '88. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. It took longer for him to get on. Yo, what's, what's your greatest moment in, in, up until this point in your entire career, man? What's the, what's the highest of the high that you, the, in your mind, man? Like, the moment that I think probably really affected me the most was um, Quincy Jones mm. calling, like, he's sitting there um, explaining, like, you know, rap style, like Ella Fitzgerald, like that fast stuff. The right. fast, explaining Ella Fitzgerald doing the scat. Scat, right. Scat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the rhyme that I wrote about her on Tribute to Birdland, he wanted her to hear it. So he called Ella Fitzgerald up on the phone. In front of you? Yeah, and put me on the phone mm. and let me say the rhyme to Ella Fitzgerald. Mm. Like, that just had me, like, like mm. can, can you even imagine that? Like 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 crossing so many dimensions and so many periods and so many different levels. Like, like you want to like, you want to have your mom right there too, Gerald right on the phone. I mean, she didn't know because like you know because she was like about like ninety two. I think this is maybe like right before she passed. Too, right. You know? So she like after I finished the rhyme, she said, "Huh?" She didn't, hear, she didn't really hear any of it, but still, I did it though. Yeah, yeah. you know, that's amazing, man. Well, Kane, man, anything else you want to leave us with, man? Like anything you want to tell the cast where they can reach you? Like what you doing? Anything else? Um, well, yeah, I'm, um, at Big Daddy Kane, um, on Twitter. You like Twitter? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I be on all the time. I, um, um, and, um, uh, official Big Daddy Kane on, um, uh, Instagram. Okay. Facebook. Be taking selfies, man? Say what? Selfies? What you mean? Selfies, like, you be like, selfies? Oh, nah. Kane, <laughs> yeah. Kane, you ain't, you ain't got no Black Planet page, though? I ain't got no who? Black Planet page? Nah. Okay, what pictures Damn. you be t- putting up on your Instagram, man? What kind of pictures? Um, stuff from um, us performing. Right. Um, like like tonight, um, we put up some of the joints. Like uh, I think me and Ricky Smiley took mm. photos on um, nice. some of the joints, uh, photos that we took. You know, stuff from when we performing. Uh, man, oh well, last night, you know, with my pops, you know, he, he tried to play me about my watch because the battery died. He's trying to tell my watch was cheap. Los Jets. He went in the back room and pulled out his watch from the '60s. He had an Elgin watch. Ooh. Elgin. Yeah, so I, I posted that on, on Instagram. Mm. Nice, yeah. Nice. Still a son. Still a son. Yo, K, man, you look great. 
Yeah. You look happy. Came man. fresh to death. You look yeah. happy, man. You know what completes that whole outfit? That handkerchief right there. That's what comes square, pocket square. Pocket square. Pocket square. Well, I call it a handkerchief because my father always had a handkerchief. So he, <laughs> he, he used to put a little ruffle. He had to cut ones. You know, like when you cut it up and it, it looks all designer. Like, yeah. Well, there you go. Um, oh, well, you know, no, you, you, you fold them. You mean, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That's a certain yeah. skill. But yo, I'll tell you one thing before he don't we, know what you do with a handkerchief. <laughs> nah, I don't do no. I don't do none of that with yeah, handkerchief. Yeah, what you saying? Nah, but before we leave, it's, it, it, it's the the uh, definitely the inspiration and stuff like you had on a lot of coats. I mean, just the way you dressed, the way the four finger rings, the, the even the eyebrows. I remember this 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 years ago. You used to have cuts in your shit. Yeah, right? but listen, years ago it's funny. Like, I grew up in Coney Island. I'm Italian. I grew up okay. in Coney Island. Then we I moved to Bensonhurst when I was a teenager. Okay. Straight when it was like black and white, very tough. Like at that time, it was like you know, very, it, it was powerful. And I remember going to the barber, and I was like, "Yo, I want to get some cuts in my eyebrow." And at that point in time, that's when I really realized, in the sense of racism, but in the sense of inspiration from you, because like like the guy was like, "What are you talking about racism?" But he wouldn't do it. No, no listen. So I, when I remember when I got it, the dude was like, "Wait, what are you what are you trying to do? You trying to be black?" And I was like, "Nah, I'm trying to be like Kane." But Kane's black. You're missing the point. He just fuck with me. This is what we do here. But but came what I'm saying. Just the inspiration of everything. Just just that whole like even like I can see like this, just a thread of Clark, you know, Clark Kent, and just a style of just being so so confident, so Brooklyn, and and what it means to where it is now today. You know, like that just whole confidence, the freshness, and just inspiring people. Well, that's love. But you know, that's the beauty, man, about, you know, um, music, the way you can touch so many different cultures, man, you know? Because, I mean, lots of times when you're that type of figure, people don't see that, you know? Oh, he's black or he's white. You know, people don't see that. And you can, uh, 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 you know, really touch so many different cultures and bring them together, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yo. Yeah, my, my joint is the, um, there was a Korean sneaker spot on Fulton. Right around the corner from Albee Square, like right around the corner from Juniors, got a pair of shoes there called a Bally Competition, and I, I grew up in Queens mm -hmm. and loved guest suits, leather guest suits, leather on the front of the jean, mm -hmm. like guests murdered. But you had to have this Bally sneaker, the Bally Competition. And can you? Is that the one with the wings on it? The one with the wings. Okay. The wings on on the outside of the shoe yeah. and a nice new buck suede on the inside, but that was the Brooklyn shoe. And my Brooklyn outfit was my guest jeans with my leather on the back and my yeah leather on your ass man. It had leather on the on the on, on the, the ass part. We know back in the day the Brooklyn sneakers was Fila. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fila. No question. Yeah. But that, that what up Fila? That Bally competition. I, I promise you, anybody that wore that Bally competition was thorough. Official. Oh, yeah. The Bally joints, all the um, those original Gucci joints, the kind of the Gucci. Oh yeah. no mm. question. And, and the and the tan Fila. And if you had a Fila yeah. suit with the little F, mm, not mm. that big shit. That, nah, no, no, no big F. That little velour. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, nah, that, was, that was super sexy right there. Brooklyn yeah. was, about, uh, was about refined style. Yeah, oh, yeah. and wooly blunt ashes in your in your Fila. You had to have wooly blunt ashes in your fucking Fila, uh, you know? Yeah, I, I'll show you like how deep it was. And I mean, I'm, I'm talking going back even before then. You know, let's go to the 70s, you mm. know what I'm saying? Where when you get your Lee jeans, the first thing you do is go, go get, get them permanent crease. Permanent crease. You get the permanent, permanent crease. crease. Get them sold in. Yeah. Get I fucked up one time. I made the permanent <laughs> crease so damn big, you could have put a leg in it. <laughs> I fucked it up. Or the mock necks mm. when you put that on that's that V neck on mm. double knit sweater. Oh, you you a suede front brother. You a suede you know, yeah, front brother. Front. Yeah. Oh, yeah, let's go here. 
Yeah. Even if you bought a, yeah. a, a if you bought a 007 knife, mm. you with wouldn't the, with the buy le- with it the unless it had the leather the leather so you could let that hang out your back pocket. And and, and you yeah. could flick it from the leather. Oh, oh yeah, you, I mean I'd be sitting there with mine all day, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, loosen, yeah, loosen it up, it up yeah, put yeah, some yeah. oil on it. Yeah, man. Yeah, y'all don't yeah. know about this internet. <laughs> Yo, Kane, man. <laughs> you had a you had a double O seven? I didn't have no double Listen, I had the double O seven. Double O seven? Nah, yes. man. I'm trying to get me a pair of British walkers. I was trying to get me a pair with the tassels on. Twelve. Now you done. Eleven? Nah. I think they got them. I mean, there's a spot that, um, in the city that got them on, but I think the biggest size they got is a 10. Mm. Small. Along oh, 8th Avenue by, by the, the hat shop? Yeah. Mm. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Knox. You talking about the Knox shit? No. Um, no. All right. No, but over there, yeah, over on like, 40, like 43rd or something. 40, 40, 41st, right? 41st, 41st. Right under Port Authority. Yep, yep, yep. yep. You, okay. you wore Lee Jeans? Yep. How about you wore Lee Jeans? Huh? You wore Lee jeans? Combat wore Lee jeans? Who didn't wear Lee jeans? Yo, I'm Combat wore Wranglers. Who the fuck didn't wear Lee jeans? I, no, I'm saying... You didn't but, wear Lee jeans? Oh, of course I did. Listen, when I was in With school in public school... You know about the buckets? Permanent crease. You know about the buckets? Listen, fuck the buckets for a second. When I was in, yo, there was like this thing going around school, like people used to rip the lead. Uh, oh, well, like, that's uh, after. That's when he played out. Yeah, like, yo, like yeah, motherfuckers. Was watching. Now, now yeah. did you ever taper your own joints? Nah. Or you always had your joints tailored? Yeah, I was gotta tell you. I used to try to do that shit myself and I would always fuck up. Nah, um nah, um you know, I um my my aunt used to do one for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fresh to death. Yo, Kane, what's your favorite Kane song? Set it off. Mm-hmm. Set it off. Mm. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's my energy song right mm. there. Like where if I'm tired or body is sore or whatever, you know, not really quite there yet. Soon as I do that, it's eighty eight again. Mm-hmm. Could we could we end the show with a bar? Set it off? Um, what, what, yeah. I mean, as soon as you start, I'll, I'll jump in with you. <laughs> hold up, hold up. What's, what, hold up. What's your What's your favorite Kane record? Raw. Mm. Pete ain't no half stepping. Warm it up, Kane. Warm it up, Kane. Warm it up, Kane. It's crazy. Look at the verse from the symphony. Mm-hmm. Put a quarter in your mm-hmm. ass because you played play yourself. yourself. <laughs> hey, you know that's a song that almost didn't happen. Symphony. How did it almost didn't happen? Uh, because what you was talking about when me and G did the thing on Raw, that's what made Marley want us to do a song in his album. Mm-hmm. Then he decided he wanted to put Craig on it. Mm-hmm. And we was like, cool. But then like the day we was doing it, he brought Ace in. Mm-hmm. And like, we're just meeting Ace for the first time that day because um, we did the photo shoot and we're just meeting him. And then we went to Marley to do it. And, you know, Ace had, like, the, the little big glasses, you know, like, the nerdy-looking glasses. And he was telling us he's going to put them there. And, like, that's when me and G, like, stepped to the corner. Like, Ace got new nigga status. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, but it was because it was like, I'm, I'm, I I wanted to do a song with G, G wanted to do a song with me. And right, we, but like, you can't we, just crowbar, like, like yeah. Like, you know, we don't yeah. know where dude coming from, and he's right. not really looking right. <laughs> right. You know? So we was about to bounce. Right. We was ready to bounce. But then um, Ace laid his verse. And I got, I'm like, your glasses sound alright, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And then when Craig laid his verse afterwards, you know, then when we said, I'm like, you on the real like, glasses kind of sound a little better than Craig on it. Mm. I'm like, yo, man. I'm like, yo, money, alright, you mm. know. And then then we, we was cool then. Mm. Yeah, mm. one of the greatest posse records, if not the greatest mm-hmm. posse record mm-hmm. of all time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of all time. You speak the G rap man. Um, I spoke to G a few weeks ago. Mm. A few weeks ago. Mm. Yeah. We we gonna get a Juice Crew reunion, man. Um, you know, um, there's been talks about it. Mm. Um, me and Marley, we talked about something just recently. Um, there's been talks about it. You know, hopefully, it would be, it would definitely be nice. Right. You know, I mean, 
everybody come together, just have fun. You know, it would really, really be nice, you know. Everybody's still alive, man, other than magic. You know, everybody's yeah. still alive, mm-hmm. man, like, which, yeah. which is a blessing right now, man. Yeah. Yo, what about Hollywood, man? Well, that's what I'm trying to get back into. Mm. That's why you think I was late for your show, bro. Okay, okay. All right. okay. All right. Working at a movie. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's <laughs> right. You wasn't right. late. The show started when you got here, man. But but, but seriously, man, like, what, what do you? What, you got some plans or? Yeah, absolutely, man. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Father Time. <laughs> yeah. Posse. Yeah. Posse. Oh, that was big, B. Yeah, Posse. Um, Media Man with the blonde hair. Mm. Yeah. Kane, you did a lot, man. Mm. Like, like, do you think it was too much too soon? Because you did a yeah, lot, man. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Like, and how 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 was it too much? Like, was it did it distract you or was it? No, 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 no. I mean, just stuff that the hip hop community wasn't quite ready for. Mm. Like, it's type of thing where it's like you know where like I'm take a movie like Media Man, hip hop community not gonna say, "Yo, my man is doing it." Yo, he in a movie. Yeah. Ooh. Instead, they gonna be like, "Yo, why that nigga got yellow hair?" Oh, right. Kane is in play, girl. You know, <laughs> you know, it's like if if it if it didn't if it wasn't gutter, right? They couldn't really respect it. Or that same it. dude though watches Media Man now and be like, "Yo, oh, that's Kane, my nigga Kane right <laughs> you Set it all. Yeah. Good, Yo, yeah. Kane, any regrets, man? Um, nah, not really. Hell mm. no, he doing it, doing it. He's still doing it. Mm. Nah. Nah, none. I mean, maybe a, f- a few broads, you know, yeah, that I yeah. passed on that mm. I probably should have beat. That's mm. probably only Oprah, <laughs> Oprah, Halle Berry, Oprah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Raquel Welch. <laughs> Yo, Kane, man, Patty. It, it, it's such an honor to have you here, man. Yo, let's let's, let's give Raina, Kane a, a round of applause, oh, man. man. Internet's it's not every day we sit with a legend like this, man. Who I mean, has influenced me, influenced everybody in this room, long live and, the and changed the game, man. Long, long live the cane, B. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Listen, it, man. can we end this show? You want to end it right now? With 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 coming in with Kane on a verse. Okay, I, I'm. You want to rhyme with Kane? I I I I just want to rhyme with the Kane. How could I hype up? <laughs> how could I hype up the hypers? Take it out, Kane. Oh, did the uh, set it off, John? Anything, anything. <laughs> What's to set it off? Um, um, I get bold. Let it uh, okay. Let, let, it, it let it roll. Get bold. I just can't hold back a focus. I'm the man with soul in control and effects. So what the heck? Rock the mm. disco tech and this groove is what's next. Exactly. Gack attack. Mac Internet's Big Daddy King. Top five. Get her alive. I'm in the show right now, man. Internet's yes. man. This has been crazy, man. Dream those dreams and man up and live those dreams because a life without dreams is black and white and the universe flows in technicolor. And surround sound. Blah. Salute. F your radio. Combat, Combat Jack, Jack Show. Internet. Long live the king. Woo! Numenati!